0: number 21 of the longest road to comrades and three of us are located in perth wayne in the hotel ready Ooh. to go for tomorrow we have jackie also uh-huh. ready to go for tomorrow sandy and darren on the gold coast also ready to go tomorrow and i am not going to be doing anything tomorrow so <laughs> yeah welcome back everyone and yeah goes. yeah hi how are we doing hi everyone yeah. good good good
1: good good to be back
0: <laughs> All right. So just to give everybody a bit of a heads up on what we're going to go with here is this episode is really going to be focused on race recaps for three of us and then race plans for two. And then the awesome thing is next episode, we'll have a recap from the two races for tomorrow. Um, we won't do any listener questions, but we're going to do pretty in-depth race recaps. That's what I requested anyway. So and then we'll pretty much just throw heaps of questions at each other and we'll throw questions at the guys running tomorrow. So should be a good little discussion, I think. Um, probably varying um, bits of feedback on how everyone went and how everyone thinks they're going to go. So let's have a bit of fun. And I've given her a heads up, but Jackie's going to set off first.
2: Uh, hello, everybody. So um, my fortnight's basically been a taper and a recovery, so... We'll just go straight to the race. Um, and just heading into it, um, it was the Berber Lake Marathon. And um, I just found that firm shoes were upsetting my foot. So the week ahead, I stayed away from firm shoes. I got some new shoes delivered and they just hurt my feet. So um, I didn't wear any boots at work, wore my takis or sneakers. Um, leading up to the race, and went to physio for the last um, needle session. <laughs> Um, and I was just still so unsure if my foot was going to hold out. Um, so I even stopped mentioning it on my training program with Coach because I just figured if I didn't talk about the foot, it, the problem wasn't there. So... Um, <laughs> <laughs> you <sounded> like Darren. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just um, run,
0: run the injury away. Scare it, it away. away. <laughs> you no, know,
2: don't do this at home, kids. So... <laughs> um, so, yeah, so I didn't really know how it was going to go, and I really didn't want a hobbling finish. So I rocked up on the morning, not nervous and not excited either, just like comfortably numb. And um, I drove through with Jules and Tina. And Tina's very calming; she's a great mentor, and um, you know she always knows what to say. So she made me feel at ease, and we're there. And I thought, Erwin oh, who was rambling like an excited child. He was so happy <laughs> and <laughs> excited. Um, and I think that's when it hit, you know, yep, there's a race going on, I warmed up with coach, saw Wayno at the start. We fist pumped and, and away we went, like, let's do this. And um, the plan was 4.10 average. Um, and I think at the beginning of the marathon, you always just want to ease into it, which takes about 5 to, 10, five to 8 k's for me. And then I managed to relax into it and then I noticed the legs felt tight and I was like, oh, shucks, I should have gotten that massage. Maybe they'll ease up. And, yep, they did. So, you know, just – and I think because there's not a lot of other people on the course, you're just overanalyzing your body and Mm. how are you feeling. Um, And then I thought, right, um, race strategy, have a sip of water every lap because there were – Two tables. So it was a 6k roundabout. Um, every 3 ks there was a table, um, and yeah, I asked Erwin we to bring along two race foods because I'd run out. So I had one at the start, and then um, yeah, the, I think the a, a lap course is always mentally challenging. So I'm glad when the half marathon guys started and there were more people. And then I saw the front runner group running in the opposite direction, and um, they were pretty cool. They were cheering us on um, by name if they knew it, which was pretty cool and it lifted the spirits. Um, had my second race bar at 17K, and in my mind, I pictured that was one lap of Lake Joondalup, which is where I did my time trial. And then mm. nearing the end of the fifth lap, Wayne passed me so he actually like left me <laughs> and <laughs> um, he was running with another guy and they, they still look very fresh and um Wayne looked so controlled and of course he asked how I'm doing and and yeah and I, I said no cool but yeah I'm, I'm busy thinking sure this is where it all starts now it's about 32k and um it's getting real and um sure I'll see if those short weeks um And the missed training sessions from my my calf and my foot are going to bite me in the bum. So there's only one way to find out. So um, yeah, uh, but I was actually not feeling too bad. I had my I had a goo which I don't normally take. Um, Well, I take sometimes I carry one always just in case. So I decided to have it because I had the other one. I gobbled it up um, pre race, and yeah, I could feel it. I fed it a few k's after, and then to the fifth lap, I thought, no, this is, it's the last lap, um, I'm, at the, I'm at the pace, I'm pushing, um, there was a tree I'd spotted just after the finish, and I thought, when I hit that tree, when I get to that stumpy little tree, um, I'm going to put foot, but um, when I actually came round for my last lap, I saw, I saw Lee, who came to bring me coke. And I was actually feeling fine. I didn't need it. She came all the way and I didn't have a sip of the Coke. (laughs) (laughs) Thankfully. And um, I just started pushing from that last lap from when I passed finish. I didn't even wait for the tree. And and then I put my foot down to about 4.05. That was the plan. And I actually felt um, like I had more energy. Just like, I think just, you always think like changing gear is going to be harder, but that day somehow just it just gave me some i just felt more figured and um yeah i got my my last lap done past the past the water i didn't didn't take water on the last lap and uh yeah i finished somehow i got yeah i got within 10 seconds of my time trial time which was amazing all by myself because i was a little bit nervous that i couldn't do it by myself and i did um, my foot only started hurting in the last K, which I was so relieved for because every K, I was just thinking, when's it coming? You know, it's the worst. When you yeah. when you go into a race with – I've never gone into a race with a niggle. So it's just – that's all you're thinking about. Um, and mm-hmm. it's always in the back of your mind. And, um, yeah, that last K, um, there was a windy section. So when I when I saw that walk, there's a, there was a, like a – like a pavement um, just before you get to the finish. And I was like, oh, you know, the wind's finished. I can breathe again. There's the paving past the playground. There's the supporters. There's the finish. Boom. (laughs) Looked at my watch. One new record. Like how awesome. (laughs) brilliant. (laughs) um, Brilliant. Yeah, I was just so relieved and happy. And um, Kat and I had a huge hug. She came first. I've got second. And then... Just like a few minutes later, there's Jules storming through the finish, and it was the clock was two fifty nine. Everyone was screaming. Um, we all had invited <laughs> <heart> back <attack>, so. <laughs> Luxem. She made it. She got her sub three. And you know, I was emotional when I crossed the line, but when I saw Jules, I was just—I wanted to cry like a little baby. And I knew if I started, I wouldn't be able to stop. <laughs>
3: <So we all> <laughs> <cut>
2: <laughs> and, Johnny captured that moment so beautifully. There's the three of us hugging because we do train together and we're all moms and we all, you know, we just fit in this running, and it was just so awesome to see, you know, to to be with my buddies on the podium. So um, yeah, it's it's Adele a Dale always cherish. Um Kat invited us for some champagne afterwards as we waited for Erwin to come through. And he also came storming in with none other than legendary margie
0: i know what
2: an epic finish (laughs) oh and just he wanted sub four and like he smashed it it was what's like 352 or something like you look so strong so brilliant 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 day like well done well done everybody
4: and to you jackie thank you (laughs) fabulous
2: so good and i
4: wanted to ask you did you um because when we were tracking, tracking live as much as we could actually figure yeah. out what was going on, um, were, you just, were you just in front? Because th- it seems to be that there was like a three-hour bus. Because um, oh, I, I think for so. going, I think you were just ahead of them. Is, was that, am I right?
2: Or yeah, were yeah. you pretty much
4: on your own a lot of I was? was on my own the whole time. Um, really? Just, uh,
2: he said he was um, Vlad's cousin. Hello, who you are? Because <laughs> we yeah. we ran about we ran a few K's together. I think it was his first marathon. He was trying to sub three. I must actually go and see if he got it. But otherwise, yeah. all by myself. So and I was gone..: yeah. wow.
0: Phil yeah. Phil pays the three-hour bus, but he only signed yes. up. They only got him to do it on the Friday, okay. and okay. Uh, yeah, let's say it. They went out pretty hard, and he was yeah. <laughs> at about thirteen K's. He was all alone.
4: Oh and that okay. made me
0: worry because I knew I'd been interviewing Jules Laps of the Lake and Yeah. Yeah, I looked at it and I thought, oh she must she would have to be pretty close because Phil's doing three and she's looking oh, okay. at three. I knew she in my head I was like you're gonna smash three.
2: I was I was hoping she'd go for
0: it. Yeah, I was like, yeah. Oh he but then I thought he was way too fast because I thought nah he they've dropped a lot of people here. So
2: if he was mm-hmm. if he, Close to me, I was, I was averaging 14, sometimes for 12 or 15, but most of the time the goal was 14. So if he was close to me, they were probably going quite fast.
4: Oh, they looked like they were be- behind. Ah. I think they were just behind you. I think I they know. were behind uh, you, yeah.
2: I hate it when that bus yeah. changes you, you hey? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> uh-huh. Because I always feel like I'm going to get trampled, and then they'd pass you, and then you're like, oh, it's over. Yeah. Oh, oh well well wow, uh, jackie
0: running alone we spoke about this at the end yeah um but just the reward of the oh. 5 a.m club in the dark and the yeah. terrible weather and we spoke about it last week but it just came through on race day right yeah
2: yeah yep yeah. and just yeah being able to run by yourself because i did it's tough and especially a lap course it's it's really hard and I know um, you were concerned about the wind as well, and I'd said, "Please, oh, man, we've we've run through hail, headwind." <laughs> like, yeah, and then and the wind
0: you... picked up in the second half.
2: I know, <laughs> but at least it wasn't raining. No,
0: no, yeah,
2: it together. So, yeah,
0: absolutely.
2: Yeah.
0: Hmm. Oh, so now, and you're running tomorrow?
2: Yes. <laughs> if, mm, The legs feel fine. Um, I've had a few concerned people saying, What are you doing? But it's not like I'm going to win it. Like the (laughs) the feel's stacked. So um, it's an honor to be nominated. And um, yeah, I'm just going to go and run by feel and just go and enjoy it. I love Essex Bridges Run. And it always coincides with Bunbury, which I always have to do for comrades. So I get to do it. I'm going to go. The weather's going to be crap. It's it's okay. It's a (laughs) (laughs) race. Free- mm. And I wanted to get I, I, I was going to give my top to my dad, and it was only for the first thousand entries. And I didn't know that, so I didn't have my token. So, um, shame. So, Tony's going to um donate his top. So, thanks, Tony, because it was for Father's Day. I'm running um the 10k for my dad, who he loves the 10k, he calls himself the flat 10k specialist. <laughs> <laughs> So, um,
0: uh, warm-ups, um, I know that we were going to talk about warm-ups, but uh, what did you go through warm-up-wise, or what do you go through? Warm-up,
2: so on the day, um, we just we did a slight jog and then some um, accelerated, like uh, how much did we do, like 100-meter, two race, well, two race pace, just a few, like four. I think we did about four. And even with the – I did uh, 6Ks this week. 3Ks at at race pace, so it was just four um, for boosts, you know, just to get to race pace, just to warm up. So your legs don't get a shock, but mm. I don't, I don't, I've seen people hanging from the lamppost doing these fancy leg raises and I don't. <laughs>
4: <laughs> when you say a slight jog, what are
2: we talking a kilometer? No, just like I think it's. It was uh, for my 1K intervals this week, it was a 40-meter burst, just mm. a, a short burst. I think on the day it might have been, oh, it was, I don't even think it was 100 meters. Okay. Uh, I, was, I was chatting so much to coach. I didn't... <laughs> <laughs> okay. But not, not long. You don't want to burn yourself up, but you just mm. want to get to that pace and then you slow down again. So, you... But sometimes I just feel that the warm-ups just – like, especially in the cold weather, you know, like you walk, you warm up, but then you stand at the start line and you're absolutely freezing, you're shivering. Like, does it actually count? I don't know. We'll I have to ask. I'm waiting to hear Wayne's.
4: Wayne, <laughs> <you tell> <laughs> mm. Such a good question, this. <laughs> yeah. mm. Mm. All right, cool.
0: Uh, Wayne, the man, the record, um, the record breaker. Yeah. <laughs> and Holder. How did mm-hmm. you go? Uh, well, obviously, it
1: well, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was um, it was a real good day. Um, I'm just enjoying not being at work. It's been 10 days and it's been good. <laughs>
4: nice. So
1: it's, uh, yeah, it's lovely. I was just saying before we got on, um, sensational weather. Uh, weather in Perth's been sensational, but I've also been duly uh, told that things could switch in 24 hours in Perth. So, uh, yeah, it's interesting to see what will happen. The forecast for tomorrow is um, a bit gloomy, but I'm always an optimist. So I'm saying it's going to be nice and cool and steady in the morning. And then once we finish, the, the bad weather can come in, I don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, coming into last week, it was, it was so good um, just to be out there to see so many people. Um, I like the course because you could you, you get to see everyone take it in. Um, I honestly wasn't racing. I just had a, for me, it was a long training run and uh, instruction I was given. was just going to have fun. Uh, a lot of people didn't know what I was doing. The guy I ran with found out later on that uh, he paid the price for what I was doing. <laughs> but, um, yeah, essentially, um, yeah, I was there very early. Remember I'm hiding in a hotel, so um, I've got a car. I can go nice and early. So I got there real early. Um, like almost an hour and a half before the race. <laughs> um, and for a warm-up, lots of people don't know. But yeah, I had, so I always love to go for a slow, steady, steady warm-up. So and that's what I did. I did a, a lake, I did a lap of the lake oh. by myself. It was quiet, it was dark. Um, I saw Chris met him, he was setting up. I put all my, I had all my tracksuit, all my gear, my beanie, gloves, everything and I did a slow warm-up. When I say slow warm-up, um, I ran at about six and a half minutes a K. So that was okay. my heartbeat. My heart rate didn't even get past 100 beats per minute. So it was just, that's all it was. Just And I always do that for every race, whether I'm doing the same with tomorrow. I'll do a 20-minute, 30-minute easy. Yeah. I don't do any strides. I don't do any, I don't do any of that. Um, I'm quite, I don't know, different from everyone. Um, what I do find is that, I've got to get everything loose and I've got to get everything um, nice and free and ready to go. Um, For me, the most important part, like tomorrow, a lot of people, they all warm up on the day and I, (laughs) okay, warm-ups is interesting, but I I said the most important part to any warm-up is the night before an event. It's not on the morning. Uh, Yeah, on the morning is crucial, but on the night before, I believe that's when you do your, I do a lot of stretching and strengthening. Like, Tonight, that's what I do. I spend one hour stretching and getting myself loose. There's, in, in the hotel I live in, um, there's a lovely gym. So I'll go in there and I'll do an hour session, just pure stretching and yoga. And that gets me so nice and loose. And then all I do is compliment that on the morning. Tomorrow is said, 8.30. So from about uh, 7.30 or so, I'll just do the same thing, go for half an hour, slow warm-up, and everything is loose. I can feel it. Everything's nice and loose, good to go. So anyway, that's what I did last week. Mm. Um, Again, the aim was just to go and have fun, enjoy it, Um, just to see everyone. um, Support from Tina and so many people out there was magic. Just, just nice to be out there in that environment. Um, And I took it all in. I watched everyone just to see. Uh, I don't think Owen and Jackie know how well they ran um, on the weekend uh, because I sort of watched. I watched him. When you lap people, you can see from the back and you can watch, you can see what's going on. And, and Jackie was moving so well uh, on her own. She was on her own, but you could see uh, her stride, her cadence, everything was where it needed to be. And you can see she had it completely under control. Um, oh, and a lot of people aren't telling you. I'll, I'm sure he'll tell you. Um, yeah, you know, he, he had a few shoe issues and a few things go on. And he smashed an eight-minute eight minute PB. Uh, stopping a few times. And, and, and when I saw him on the first lap or so, he said he's holding back because He's feeling so good. Um, you know, so it was nice to you talk to people and get a feel for what's going on on the day. So that's what I did. I spent a lot of time chatting and having a good time. Anyway, back to the race. Um, yeah, the, the plan was to go out and, and basically do, um, it's a 50 K event. So I did every, the four, every four, four Ks were easy. Um, basically cruising at, at at my comfortable zone. So it wasn't about pace. It was just where I was comfortable. Uh, so that's what I did. And every fifth K, I picked it up. And I think Jackie picked up on that. So yeah. every fifth K, I put in a surge. And obviously, I was running with uh, Jason Kuhn. And I had no idea. But we, we chatted along the way. And he was trying to stay with me for everyone. <laughs> but I knew that that's going to hurt him. But he, he didn't. You know, obviously, later on, when race had finished, he says, "Why were you doing that?" I said, "That was part of my training plan." <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I did. Every fifth k, I picked it up. I picked it up, and I just came back to my pace, picked it up, um, and that was part of my my program, part of my training run, was just to part of improving that uh, that efficiency. Uh, I concentrated real hard on maintaining good form, which is the instruction I was given. So not to slouch, not to to keep the, keep the cadence in the place I need to be, which is what I did. Um, and I felt so good start to finish. I even managed, I uh, got to sort of 30. Uh, I got to halfway and I got to 30 and I managed to pick it up a little. I, I felt real good. So I knew, I mean, you know, lo- looking long-term, I knew exactly that I'm in the place I need to be uh, in terms of going forward to other events. Um, yeah, so nutrition. Uh, I had a wonderful plan. So I had two cups of Dilma tea uh, in the morning. I had three slices of toast with peanut butter on and absolutely loved that. Um, yeah. Before the race, I had two carb vitago drinks. Uh, so I slugged on one before the race. When I say one, uh, it's like um, 200 ml of that. I sipped on that, had that nicely. Um, I had basically one gel, I took half of it at 16K, and I took the second half at 32K. Wow. And between that, I had one peanut butter slug, Darren, which I basically <laughs> sucked on for seven or eight Ks. I didn't take it all in one go, Sandy. I just just, <laughs> just, just nibbled on it. For seven or eight Ks, I took it in nicely. And at 35Ks, I had a little Mars bar, which I left on the table, just the mini ones. I took sure. the Mars bar. Whoop, I, I whacked it, the Mars bar. Mars bar. Yeah, don't nice. touch it. <laughs> Snickers, touch it.
2: <laughs> Snickers, is, Snickers is normally
1: good. Nice. I grabbed the Mars bar and I mm. had that at 35 and mm. that was yummy, real good, real yummy. Uh, I just enjoyed that. So that was my nutrition plan um, and it worked excellent. My, The energy that I had, I felt it was right there, right where it needed to be. Um, I could have kept going at that pace, felt real comfortable. Um, and yeah, I was happy to, 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 finish off, um, nice and strong nice. and, um, yeah, pulled up real well the next day. Um, the legs feel fine. I've done a few tests this week. Um, you know, tomorrow's a 10 K. So obviously, um, I need to open up and stride out. So I did a, a bit of that this week, just testing it out and they feel great. Uh, as soon as I finished, I got straight on. People saw me duck and disappear by straight onto my recovery drinks. So I had I normally just have one, um, like a, fi- uh, a 500 mil, but I had, I had two of those, so I slugged those down almost a litre. I felt I needed it, but um, got that in, and I felt so good. So, yeah, I um, enjoyed it. The weather was beautiful. A lot of people complained. On the day, I'll be honest, um, you, you know, there were a lot of people who had bad runs, and that's why I tipped the hat to Erwin, and it must be as a panel, we, we all had a good day because – yeah. Um, lots of people had bad days out there okay. uh, and, and I picked up on a lot of it and I think it's also because standing on the start line I heard so many of them they put pressure on themselves they all mention names but people say they want this the split's got to be this they, and none of them just spoke I, I saw no one you know, talking about just going to go and enjoy it going to have a good time um, and it's always nice to, to watch that and see that because you know, when you go there with no pressure um, yeah. you always have a great run and I know, Jackie, you know, because I ran past the group um, where the ladies, the, the front lady had a group around, her, and, they, you know, she seemed to enjoy that because um, she had paces. But I can tell you something, Jackie, you know, your run that you did, um, when it comes to, you know, when we back up and running and we've got big races and you're yeah. able to run with a pack, you, you'll, you'll smash that time too because it's a lot easier. It's, it's hard doing yeah. it on your own yeah. um, because you've got to, yeah. you know, mentally you've got to be strong because it, it gets tough. Yeah. And that's why I was surprised with Owen too, because bloody Owen looked so good and comfortable, and he had a spring in his step. And I kept looking. Yeah. I'm saying, this dude's running with one hand too, you know. And he's, <laughs> <laughs> and
2: he's moving well.
1: He had a bounce, mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. I remember because I passed him in the last lap, and I finished off. And when I looked, I saw this gentleman um and they looked at me and i looked at him i said man this dude looked like Owen, but the you know he's an older version but anyway it was Owen's dad and i met his dad (laughs) and i had a bit of a chat with him and he says how's Owen going i said man he looks so good and he said yeah he saw him he had a spring in his steps and i reckon he's i told him i reckon he's gonna smash it
3: yeah so um
1: yeah you know it was so nice just to you can see it doesn't matter where you're from or 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 what you've done you know once you've once you've done a marathon, it's always part of you. And I exchanged stories with Owen's dad there because uh, he's a green number holder too, you know.
2: Mm. And,
1: um, yeah, when he looked at me and he asked me, he says, so you can run, Wayne? I said, yeah, I can run a little bit. <laughs> and we, we had a chat about comrades, but he still got it in his blood, you know. It was so nice to just talk to someone who's, um, you know, still got that passion. And even though he hasn't run for years, he still talks about comrades like it's yesterday. And he knows the whole He knows the history of comrades and everything, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, And then I must mention as well, um, you know, because I'm stuck here and watching a lot of TV and all that, I was so inspired. I don't know if you guys watched last night, but in Brussels, uh, Mo Farah and uh, Hassan um, basically smashed the one-hour record, world record. Uh, So that's running on a track for one hour, which is phenomenal. He ran over 21, 21 21.3K. And the, son, um, the female basically ran, she's from Holland, uh, just short of 19, 18.9 k's for one hour, which is phenomenal so, running. Um, but I watched the whole race. I watched, streamed it and watched everything and it was just amazing to watch. And, you know, never, ever doubt, um, you, you know, the, the ability of a human. That's why I say to everyone, you know, um, doesn't matter what, uh, you know, chase your goal and your dream. And don't, don't, don't stop believing, you know. That's why I said people say, oh, you're in your 40s, you're in your 50s. You slow down. No, nah, if you still believe it and you're still hungry and you still want it and you look after yourself and you believe it, you can get it. Yeah, it's, just, it's, it's, it's there. It's what you want and what you make of it. So if you're hungry, go and eat, you know, grab it. Go for it. Grab the slug. Take it. And, mm-hmm. uh, and that's what I say to everyone is that, um, you know, even in these tough times, Just see the positive. That's why I said tomorrow is going to be windy and whatever, but I see the positive. I'm going to be hiding behind all these big guys (laughs) and they'll be shielding me from this wind. So I'm (laughs) going to find some positive in all of it.
2: (laughs) Find (laughs) the
1: Yeah, so uh, a fantastic day uh, last week. And um, yeah, really enjoyed being out there with everyone and uh, mixing it up. And I I look forward to tomorrow as well. Like I said, we've been blessed. you know, all those East Coasters, I don't know, those people from the East Coast, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what they're doing, you know, us people <laughs> are from this East you know. Oh, he's a West Coaster now, Jackie, he's uh,
0: stamping the papers. You know, when I say
1: that, it work, because they always say, oh, these people from the Eastern States," and I stand up and say, yeah, they should just get rid of all these Eastern states and no one's saying it. So they always give me a, you know, i cop a, a lot from it. But, yeah. No, I'm missing home. I'm missing home because I know my wife listens to this, so I can't wait to get oh, home too. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you'll, you'll, always have, you'll have him back soon, Bronwyn. Don't worry. And then there you'll you want go. to get rid of him. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: Why? Can I? Can I just, also say... Okay, okay. I've just okay. forgotten to mention... Sorry, thank you, Coach, because uh, we did our time trial. And even though I did my race by myself, whatever he said to me, when we approached the hill or like when we, when I needed to breathe, it was all in my head. And it just made me feel a lot calmer. So I just wanted to say thank you. So you were with me in spirit. <laughs> awesome. Nice. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, Wayne, the guy <laughs> you were running with, he did pay the piper real bad. Jace. <laughs> yeah. um, but It's a learning experience. Like, he'll, he'll be learning from it. And... Yeah. Uh, but do you think this is just without? Do you think people pay more attention to who they're racing against, yeah. and then forget about their plan in a way? Like this happens yeah, that, everywhere in the field, right? So I saw it a lot. But do you uh-huh. think people automatically just shelve their plan and go, oh, exactly. "I'm going to go with this guy"?
1: Well, I know because when I spoke to him initially, um, early in the race, just in the first lap, because obviously we were together. So um, he asked me, what's my plan? And I said, honestly, I don't have a plan. Mm-hmm. But um, I said, um, anything, any sub-forminant sub case, I'm happy with, you know. Um, so he said he's aiming on doing 320. So I said, well, if you're doing 320, we're going quicker than that, you know. So, and that's why I said to him, I said, are you okay with that? And he said, oh, you, you know what it's like. You've got to live and he's basically, he's put everything on the line. But to answer your question, Owen, uh, he Because he was feeling so good, he'd been training, obviously. He felt this first two laps are easy, I can keep doing it. But the problem is, is that because he felt so good, he chucked his, I know he chucked his race plans out the window, Mm. and he Mm. severely paid the price because in the end, he was 22 minutes behind me at the finish, And, and when I spoke to him, he says I shouldn't have done that. So, and that's the truth. And, and if you were listening, if you were with us now, you'd say it. You say he was silly to go and do what he did. But we've all been a victim of that. And, and, and 100%, Owen, is that, you know, if you've got a race plan, I believe you should stick to it. I mean, it's that's why I say you always, you know, at the end of a race, you can, you, you can try and chuck everything out the window if, you, if, you, if you've got most of the race behind you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when someone blows the whistle, yep, then you go for it. But until mm-hmm. then, um, I believe if, if you have a plan, like, I know my plan tomorrow. So if my plan tomorrow is to go and run a 32-minute 10K, I'm not going to go out with the leading boys and run a yeah. three-minute case, and then blow up at the time. I, I can hang with them probably four or five Ks, but then I'll pay the price so badly I'll end up two or three minutes off my goal time. So yeah. that's, I mean, that you, you've got to, um, your race plan, and that's why you, know, you have a coach or you have accountability. Because you stick to your race plan. And that's what I've always believed, Owen. is that um, if you run someone else's race, you're going to pay the price. Simple. There's, yeah. there's, there's no other way to put it. And that's why even what you did, Owen, was so good. Leading up to your race, you had lots of – I mean, you, you broke your hand. You, know? you had this boxer's disease that I never heard of. But what I'm saying is <laughs> – you went through that, you, you, you'd cut down your training and all that, and, and all your, everything else started to creep in. But what I like about what you, how you raced is you obviously, you know, you, 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 you knew you were confident in your training, but you also obviously were cautious. You mm-hmm. didn't go out there and try and smash yourself. You actually said to me, oh, I'm holding back, which is exactly the thing to do. Be sensible. And that's why I say if you're on pace, stick on pace your race, on your plan. You know, as opposed to going out there now, nah, I'm feeling good. I can go out a bit extra, and then, and kill myself. it happened to Mo Farah in London Martin last year. <laughs> yeah. And look, Kipchoge burnt him up, whereas <laughs> now he's learned from that. Where you know, hang on, I can't run someone else's race. Yeah. And that's why it's so important: run your own race within a race. You know, they it, there's always someone quicker than you, Owen. Um, and and it doesn't matter. Yeah. who We are so that's why I say race against yourself.
0: I said this, this this morning to somebody. I said. There's always someone faster than you, no Absolutely. matter what, always, everywhere. Um, I, I
4: saw an amazing quote um, this week just on that point, and I've just looked, looked, looked for it right now, um, mm-hmm. so I'll read it quick. It says, it's very hard to understand in the beginning that the whole idea is not to beat the other runners. Eventually you learn that the competition is against the little voice inside you that wants to quit. Mm-hmm. Oh, and magic. I thought of that so much because yeah, we do. You wanna go I mean you, you get drawn into that what's going on around you, but actually it's it's all in what's in your head and you've got to race that little guy that keeps saying, No, you can't keep the, you can't keep this pace and you've got to that's who you're racing is that little guy that's that's in you saying you can't do it or or that you must go faster or whatever. That is that's who you're racing against. Is Absolutely. Actually that little man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and then I'm I, afraid. like now that you
0: brought that I had an awesome one about failure and I was like yeah. oh, okay but you've shared yours so it was uh they'll tell you failure is not an option that is ridiculous failure is always an option yes. failure is the most readily available <laughs> option at all times <laughs> uh-huh. but it's a choice you can choose to fail or you uh, can yeah. choose to succeed yeah and I thought that is yeah it's amazing it's where, true. yeah
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you think um Okay, I don't want to be gender biased or uh, gender biased. Do you think um, women are better at um, pacing? Absolutely. And, like, legs
0: and legs? All day, every day. They are better runners, better ultra runners. And I will say to any We're person doing their first one, comrades, yeah. if you are in comrades and you are with 10 kilometres to go, 15 kilometres to go, find a female who's got a green number and latch on.
1: That's cool, and no, it's 100%. 100%. Because oh. she
0: will get you home, I can tell you that <laughs> firsthand.
1: Have you seen me in, in recent times? Have you seen me attach myself to, to, to a lot of the front ladies? I do that on yes. purpose. It, no, I, and, and Jackie, you 100%. Sandy, uh, I couldn't agree more because I'll be honest with you if I look back now, I'm in my 40s, and as a youngster, I was an idiot. Sorry for saying that to myself but because it's true you go out and you, you smash yourself and in the second half you pay the price yeah
3: and then you find
1: all these women some of them 20 30 years older than you just glide past you like you, and you go my goodness
0: we've got What's ridiculous going on here? egos we have <laughs> it got, is and it comes out in the worst times <laughs> and it's also pain threshold
2: the female me.
0: the female pain threshold at Look, I'm putting my hand up here, and there'll be guys sitting there you know, "Oh, you're an idiot." I'm like, "Hey, we all know it's true. Let's just, well and truly, put our hands up and say it is true, people, because
1: yeah. we're opening <laughs> up a can of worms here.
0: <laughs> Don't even argue it, and if you do argue, you've got no defence because it's yeah. But that is my recommendation: find a green number female. Yeah, and latch on, people. It's uh, and the best thing about a female is that they'll in, they'll take you along for the ride. Yeah. Whereas a male <laughs> will want to beat you. Like, <laughs> it's honestly, like I couldn't come through Westfall. Uh, Sandy was in the second one, so she was that female. But in my first, you yeah, any of the males looking at you going. Oh, I'm going to beat you. It's like, mate, we're both yeah. in the same bucket of hurt right here. <laughs> like, <laughs> Let's work together. On yeah. <laughs> and we do it ourselves. I, like, we. Do, I did it on the weekend. Yep. But, you know, you sit there and go, no, I'm going. Like, it's, yeah. But And oh, well, no. Margie, Margie helped me out. She was that female who found yes. me a 41Ks. And, yeah. So, <laughs> it's <laughs> the exact to your question, same Jackie. thing. Emphatically, yes.
1: Yeah. It's the exact same thing I say with a lot of guys who, they say, oh, I want to improve my speed, I want to do this, I want to do that, I, I want to, you know, because I just want to go and smash it. And I said, no, you've you got it all wrong. You've mm-hmm. got to, you know, take it easy. Just learn to, you've got to learn how to, you know, pace yourself and, and take it easy and, and, and concentrate on, like, I on Sunday I spoke to myself. I was saying, why keep your form, you know. And that's the one thing that I like because afterwards – um, not that I was looking for it, but a lot of people said to me, Wayne, you you, you maintained your form? Like you, when you when you finish the race, you looked the same as when you started, and that's what I was looking for. Not not, not for people thing. I, on a personal level, I was saying I want to maintain the form and keep the rhythm so that the pace is there. Whereas when you just go on with a like like a chick with its head cut off and you run, and, and then you you know you lose your form and your shape and I've done that and that's why I said that doesn't Mm. work Mm. and it's the exact same thing you know I've got a 10k tomorrow if I go run the first 2k exactly like that you know then I'm I'm losing the battle and again you Mm -hmm. see those and I couldn't agree with you more uh, about ladies having that intuition they say right oh this is my pace I'm sticking to it look at Gerda Stein. you know and what she did at Comrades she smashed the record but look where she was positioned at Drummond. She was way back in the field.
3: Mm-hmm. And
1: then, you know, in, in the, at the business end, I looked at her and I said, my goodness. But that's, you know, that's I said, we, we can talk
0: about this all day. And we and don't bloody definitely... listen, Wayne. That's the problem. <laughs> like, seriously, like, anywhere, you think about it. Like, give instruction, oh, I'll do it my way. Here's a flat yep. pack, I'll do it my way. Like, yeah. It's, you come to running exactly the same, right? Guys, build your aerobic pace now I've got to run and smash myself. Oh, you got injured. Yeah, because you didn't listen. Like 100%.
1: It's,
0: 100%. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah.
4: Wayne, I have a question for you. Yeah, so certainly. you had the most incredible run on the weekend. I mean, we all know that. And you won it and you ran it at the most unbelievably consistent pace, fast pace, and... You had you keep saying you, you were having a good time and you were socializing, and you, I mean, I mean, that just kind of blows my mind. But are you ever going to tell us when you're actually racing like that? It's yeah. this is the thing, this is so, it.
1: So, Sandy, my plan, and, and this is exactly what we're talking about here. So, my plan is, yeah. um, I've never done 100k, so I'm training towards okay. 100k. The aim is okay. in January, I, I haven't entered, but. Early next year, I'd like to do it. I've never done 100K. So if I I do the 100K, I plan Then we know It's it's no secret, but I plan on going to do it. And, you know, uh, everything is indicating that I should have a good 100K. However, Sandy, I still haven't... And, and again, for me to run at the pace I ran on Sunday is not going to be for the 100K. I'll be slower than that. So I should go through 50K feeling comfortable, you know. and, And that's why I said... Because the plan is to get to that. Now, I always feel, and and I've learned from others, you know, if I go and smash myself in every race, Mm. then I'm going to, you know, one, take forever to recover, but two, I'm doing more damage. Whereas now I'm still building. So that building process is everything I've been talking about on the podcast. It's taking time. And I can, you know what's so exciting, Sandy, is that I'm building my tank and I can feel the tank is, it's growing. filling up. Mm. It is. And I'm so excited. Mm. Like I was talking to my Mm. son, after the race Sunday, he says, Dad, the tank, first thing he said to me, the tank is growing. I said, it's growing, boy. It's growing. Yeah, and yeah. that's what he, you know, and I had tears in my eyes because he, he knows what I'm doing. And he's saying, Dad, mm. just stay focused, stay focused. Yes, yes. And, and, and and we keep talking about that. I've only got a 15-year-old son, but he looks at me and he says to me, Dad, keep focused. He says, don't race, <laughs> don't race. I said, no, I'm not racing because I keep telling him. I'm, I'm, I'm training him the same way. You know, he's playing basketball. But I said to him, I focus. Keep, you know, mm. I practice what I preach. So essentially, that he watch, he watches everything I do. So I'm accountable to my son because he, he can see it, and and you know that's the same thing. Um, I've had a story, and sure, you know, I got to tell you all my stories now. You're opening up the camp. <laughs> but why don't say this? Um, for me, you know, like I, I ran when I ran the P, PB last year in the mountain. Um, those last 5Ks, I, I had tears in my eyes because I said, my goodness, all these years I've been running marathons, I've been smashing myself. And, and look how easy it is if you only, if you listen and, and you, you listen to people who've, mm-hmm. who've succeeded and done it the right way, you know. And, and that is the belief is always do, do two or three quality marathons a year. So what I'm doing, Sandy, mm-hmm. is basically what Bruce Fordyce would do is that I approach Sunday's run as a training run. And that's why I was playing with speed. I was doing lots of things, concentrating on form. It, it wasn't a race. But I'll certainly say, when I race a 50K, I haven't <laughs> raced a 50K. When I race <laughs> a 50K, I'm going to tell you because... Oh, thank you. I know <laughs> I know. I know I what thought I you can were racing. Do. No, <laughs> no, I wasn't racing. I wasn't. And I swear to you, so well, well, I've got your number and I've got all your numbers. But when I, when I, when I do have a, a crack at a 50K, yeah. I know what yeah. I... I'm capable of achieving, and when I do, I'll say, Okay, that's I've I've smashed it. That's what I'm planning to
4: do. (laughs) You
1: are so so
4: disciplined, so patient. It's fantastic to watch. You got to see this guy, Sandy. I've seen him
0: race a lot. Like, I've seen in the last year, I've seen you race four times, I think, Wayne, in person. And man, like, like next time I'm getting on the bike because I've seen you the last (laughs) few times just passing and. Yeah. Like, Perth was unreal. But last weekend, man,
3: yeah.
0: when I saw him drop the throttle, right, and I mean, not, you know, compared to his first few laps were very casual, like, yeah. he were real comfortable. That was, I could see where Wayne dropped the hammer. Yeah. Like, I, I could tell where he just pushed that bloke aside and was mm. like, I'm going, <laughs> but I'm not hurting myself because we were still chatting Control. when he came past.
3: Yeah. Uh, like, it Eric. felt like
0: Wayne came past me for like half an hour, but really it was two seconds because we had a full conversation and then he just went and I just saw this guy <laughs> bouncing off. And... But the best thing that you see with Wayne is he has a bottle in his back pocket, right? <laughs> and that bottle, you could take the lid off and it wouldn't spill any water. That's how he's... um. His waist and hips don't move. Damn me. So, I'll, like, honestly, a few wow. people have said this to me. They said, did you notice the bottle? And I said, for me, I know what I noticed. <laughs> I it, like, they just noticed the bottle. And I was like, for me, I noticed that that bottle, you could honestly have had it full to the top and you would have lost no water. And it, like, it was just amazing to watch yeah. the pure poetry in motion. Lovely. Like, sure. going. It was an art. It was, like. Yeah. Um, Wayne, my question in terms of marathon time is more of a statement, but mm-hmm. there's still huge gains there, right? And Absolutely. I know you would have done Melbourne, uh, not Melbourne, um, London this year. Yep. And so now I know you, you don't know what's going to happen next year, but if you want to do 100 in January, how does mm-hmm. that then shape the marathon goal? Because I've got my idea of what I think your marathon time is, which I'll never say. <laughs> but, um, well, yep. I, you know, like how you know what your potential is. How do you Mm -hmm. then recalibrate for a marathon goal? Because you don't want to let that go, right? No.
1: Um, So that's what I'm guarding closely. And I mean, COVID-19 has thrown a lot at us because we've lost a year. Everyone, we've lost a year. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And I know I had goals and plans. And that's why I said we recalibrate it because I can't find a marathon. I mean, I've looked everywhere and there's nothing. I mean, you, you can find a few, you know, but nothing... That I'm particularly looking for, yeah. so that's why I said the aim is to keep building the tank mm. and if i if I can get to January, which I will get to january and 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 obviously if I still go ahead and 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 do the hundred, I shouldn't do much I should come out relatively unscathed yeah. um, and then the aim is to then because remember i'm still and i and I'm not uh, no word of a lie I'm still very my mileage and training is very low, so i'm doing. Mm-hmm. I'm not even averaging 100k a week or something, so I'm I feel honestly feel fresh and feel feel good. So when I need to switch on for a marathon, I've said it before. Mm-hmm. Um, all I've got to do is switch on, imp- increase the mileage, um, and and start adding in some strength and heel work and everything else. But essentially, it's to get to January, and then between then, I'd like to. Uh, I, I need to find a marathon again. Uh, I've been. I was hoping London was in April, but they've sent an email saying, no, it's going to, you know, the next London Marathon is going to be in October 21. So Mm -hmm. that's out the window. So again, honestly, Owen, I need to find a marathon early next year or sometime next year. Mm
3: -hmm. And
1: I do know that the gains I'll get from what I'm doing now leading up to the 100 will set me up uh, in a way that um, I know it's it's so exciting. I agree.
0: Two twenty-seven low, hey. Is that your PB at the moment?
1: Um, no, still sitting at two twenty-eight, um, okay. comfortable, uh, flat. But um, I um, um, I know,
0: yeah. I can't wait for a marathon. Let's
1: just put it that way.
0: <laughs> and then in terms of, like, you're not a traditional sub-elite marathoner, right? Like, so you're not a hundred and sixty-k week guy doing doubles. No. But then, if you do want to really get chase that gain in the marathon. Will Mm -hmm. you make that adjustment or will you pretty much just tweak things?
1: No. So essentially I've got a plan in place uh, for for that training. Um, It will incorporate a few doubles. Doubles in it will come into it. Um, But then the high end of quality is incorporated into that plan. Mm -hmm. So it's pure quality. um, and, And obviously, you know, I chuck in the, you know, double runs and all that. But essentially it is more, it's marathon specific training which I'm not doing at the moment. I'm, I'm not doing marathon-specific training. So um, once I've, I've, let's say I get a race early March, then you know I basically gear that up. All I need, again, I've said it, eight to 10 weeks of specific marathon training On the, with the base I have will get me there comfortably. And I know exactly from, just from the Perth half marathon, I got so much out of that. Um, information come out of that. It was just that. Uh, we need to find the race to get us going. So it's it's again, it's just subject to what happens in the new year. You know, I was just watching Mark McGowan's uh, announcement uh, about keeping the hard borders closed till the end of the year. So you can see everything is just um, it's so dependent on that. Mm-hmm. Um, so at the moment, that's why I said at the race on Sunday at um, Bibber Lake, I went through the marathon mark. I looked at my watch in two forty one. So I went through mm-hmm. in two forty one. And, and it honestly felt comfortable. So I said, my yeah. goodness, this is it's new territory for me. It is. So um, very exciting times, so.
0: Owen. And you're pretty much <laughs> going to have three months now as a full-time runner.
1: Yes. So that's, that's the exciting thing there is that, uh, you know, the only thing is my wife said to me today is starting to warm up in Queensland. It's getting very warm. They had yep. the cross-country championships today, and it's 28 degrees oh. at 11 o'clock this morning mm. in mm. Brisbane. And it it was very humid. Very muggy. So Mm. I'm saying, my goodness, it's September. So that's the only thing, Owen, is that obviously um, going into that, I've got a different dynamic to deal with. I I do have Mm -hmm. heat where I am when I'm working, but it's just the humidity. Sandy, Darren, you know what it's like. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, and I've got some unfinished business too, Owen, on the Gold Coast with Darren and Sandy. <laughs> <laughs>
4: so. no, we can't <laughs> wait. <away.
1: laughs> Dar- is Darren here? I, I yeah. <laughs> I uh, having a nap. Darren's very quiet. <laughs> I'm,
5: I'm, I'm getting so much out of everything you guys are saying. I'm not. Just, I just sit here and try to lap it all up
4: Oh good, you're not being a typical male then
0: <laughs> <laughs> No, no, we take the notes down but do we put them into plan is there, That's where we'll find out, Darren
4: <laughs>
2: Wayne, Wayne, I just want to say thank you When you came past me, you just put, put me at ease Because I was, I think, running by myself And um, just thinking yeah. about, like you start overthink Well, I, I yeah. had enough time to think And you came past and you are just like How are you going? Oh, this is awesome, thank you very much
1: no no you look lonely you look like you needed a cuddle and i could <laughs> I see
3: <heard> you. it <laughs>
1: <laughs> but you look you look good and that's why i said you and owen both i'm not just saying it because you're on the panel but your both your, your cadence your bounce you had it yeah. was there and that's why i said you, you just needed to know that you've got it all in control yeah. keep the head together because that's the hardest part is the yeah. head Owen? it's the head because yeah. the head goes and once the head goes and you lose the head yeah, you know, and that's why I said that's the reason I'm married twenty years and I'm still in love because <laughs> oh. I got to keep the head. You got to keep the head strong, yeah. own, and, and happy anniversary to you. I know it's six years. You, you got to well, keep the head
3: together.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we has just got two kids to look after, yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so uh... okay. <laughs> I
4: don't. No. Let's shift to let's shift nice, to Sandy. Mate. Very nice. No, I think we should shift to Owen. He still no. ran the race last. <laughs> no, all right.
0: <laughs> I was going to go you last, know. that's right. No, no,
4: no, no. Oh, I can
0: go. Um, you can go, yeah. Yeah, Right, like race week was perfect. Like I've never felt that fit in a race week. You know, normally you get to race week and you think, oh, I haven't done enough. Every run is a drag. But I was, I actually thought I was, I went too early. And that was my concern. I thought, geez, have I stuffed this taper up? Because I really kamikaze taper. I pretty much do like a week or two weeks, like a week and a half and really freshen up, which I found it worked for me, but I thought maybe I'd overcooked it a bit early. But so what I did was I just controlled and I, I wrote down things I want to focus on in the last two weeks and I've got them here. They were, that was rest. So everything was going to be lunch running in the last week. So I can get a full eight hours minimum sleep. And every one of them was eight hours um, nice. nutrition. Like that was the next pillar for that fortnight. Um, so I do sultan, um, sultan from the Sunday. So I don't know if you guys know what sultan is where you pretty much deplete carbs mm-hmm. um, and then you have high fiber. And then what you do is then come Friday you drop carbs back in. And the old idea is that basically your body then uh, wants the carbs and during that second that week you do a lot of your running carb depleted. And you might do a few workouts, but I didn't do the workouts. I just did everything easy. And I've done Sultan before. I've done it for Comrades, and it's felt really great. It could just be all in my head, but why change anything that's worked, right?
3: Yeah.
0: So, yeah, I've, I really do race it. It is hard to, to stick to because there's carbs in pretty much everything. So you don't well and truly have no carbs, um, but it's just high fiber. So clear your gut. Um, you feel really good come the end of it, and then you start dropping carbs in. Easy running. So everything was easy running in that last week. Very tempted to do a lot of um, speed, but I was like, no, no, easy running. What would Wayne say? Just keep it easy. Mm-hmm. Money's in the bank. Uh, nutrition. Yeah, so I my biggest meal is a Saturday morning. So I have a big breakfast after a nice 5K jog, and then I taper the day off, and then I had a nice big Caesar salad. The night before so plenty of protein um, and actually quite low in carbohydrates because the carbs are already in the bank and yeah, um, every all the research that I've pretty much done and the research that's out there is that carbo loading is very much, much a bit of a myth and your body can only hold on to a certain amount of carbs so if you yeah, have my only bit of advice is have a look at having your carbs really early the day before and then taper off that day so yeah, kept that through. Race day rolled around and the household had a massive sleep in. So we, <laughs> I said, no alarm for race day because Tanya curses my chariots of fire alarm. Um, <laughs> and I said, right, race day, we're not going to have it on because Blair's like clockwork. 6 to 6.30, he wakes up. And of course, we had a massive sleep in. So that threw my plan out because my plan is don't drink within an hour of the race. And, of course, we woke up within an hour. Uh, Had to get my three bits of toast in with uh, jam and butter. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, just I'm 10 minutes away from the race. So, for me, it was perfect. Hopped in the car had a nice uh, 15 to 20-minute jog, which I would normally do. And do some strides, dynamic um, stretches. And, yeah, I kept a warm top on just to really keep warm and keep going. And uh I just bumped into Wayne. Wayne. Wayne, we bumped into you on the way back, mm-hmm. which was quite nice. And yeah, I just I like to really relax, you have a bit of time to yourself. So I dropped uh, Wayne and Mark off. I ducked into the toilet, and then I just had a moment to myself. You know where that's where it actually, I think it hit me when I started talking to Jackie that I was doing a race that day, <laughs> because I just hadn't thought about it. Even at work the whole week, people going, "Oh, are you running this week?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah." The day before, Tanya said, oh, you're running. I went out to watch the guys play rugby. The, more, the day before, I got in the roller. The night before, I had the massage gun out, had my legs in the air. We <laughs> <before> watching Netflix.
2: <laughs> that doesn't sound good.
0: And I think like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think, um, you know, Tanya was even like, oh, this guy's running tomorrow and he's very relaxed. But I think the more you do and you just become so comfortable in your own skin.
3: Mm-hmm. And, yeah,
0: so, gun goes off. As I knew, the pace was going to be hot across the board because you had Thomas Bruins going out for a 224. So, that's going to pull the field. You've got Wayne who's going to fly out with um, his little mate. Everyone's going to – and everyone's been pented up like in caged animals, right? So, you're going to go. um, But I really had to force myself to sit at 5.30. So 5.30 was the pace I locked in 12 weeks ago. And everybody had been teasing me saying, you know, you're going to be going faster. But 12 weeks ago, I put a line in the sand and I said 5.30 was the pace. Nice. So for me, I do that. I just got a little a little mate here joining me. Um, yeah, hello, so, <laughs> are you saying hello? Okay. Yeah, so I do this thing where I lock a time in really early into a build up, and that is it. Because you don't get caught up in peer pressure. You don't get caught up in the excitement of your fitness and the numbers. You sell out and that is it. And you can make changes next time, right? Um, On podcast, mate. Okay. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so, and then I saw Wayne and I said, Wayne, my legs just want to go 525. And my legs had wanted to go 525 for about three to four weeks up to race day. And I knew this was going to be an issue. And I said, Dwayne, what do you think? And Wayne was like, no, no, just hold yourself back. Be confident.
3: Mm-hmm. And I
0: think I shouted it out to Tina as well because I really wanted to ask and just say, you know, what do you think? Because it's easy for you to get as a male, easy for you to get caught up and go, oh, just drop the hammer, mate. Go for 525. But, yeah, I'm glad that I really stuck fat with it. Um, yeah, and it, was, it just felt so good kept going around and I got into my own head. I didn't care about anyone else. I didn't care about picking anyone else off. I wasn't, I could not care less about people around me. If people wanted to race, go for your life, have your win. Good on you, mate. See you next time. Like mm. that was just my thought. And I was like, get this monkey off your back of the four hours because from March, I knew that I left the time out there and mm. it was all about redemption. So it was like, you just know what you have to do. As Sandy said, like you were know, saying, there's always someone faster than you, so who cares? Like, you, you break your own tape. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and got into the second lap. Uh, I needed a pee break because I drank too much water pre-race. Um, but it was a good settler. That actually helped really settle me down. Um, and then I got going again. My foot started to throb, my right foot. And I had no idea what it was, and I thought just keep going, run through it. But I knew it was laces eventually, and in my head, I'd worked out that at about eighteen k's, I would just stop quickly and retire them. But I'm not sure about you guys, but you know when you retire your lace, you know, under pressure, you don't actually change how tight it is. You just take <laughs> it out and retire it exactly the same. <laughs> so for the next ten k's or so, I was running under the same pain. And I thought, no, I've got to make the change here again. So, at 28Ks, I did the same and with the same result. So, I didn't even loosen it. <laughs> and, yeah, so at about 35... So, that's your second second time you stopped there. That was a second stop. And mm-hmm. they were really my only stops. I didn't stop at all. And, you know, that's not how we normally run. You know, like Sandy, you normally say, oh, 3Ks mm-hmm. on, five-minute walk, whatever, that kind of mm-hmm. garbage. But, mm-hmm. I was, ju- I was in a zone and I dialed in. Wasn't so, daddy? And so I basically said, you know what, just get moving. You're going to lose 40 seconds or so. And yeah, it was perfect. Everything came together. My plan going in was at 30Ks to drop a hammer and really have a crack and then hold on for dear life. I think I'd said to you guys and I'd said to the laps of the lake guys. But I waited. I said, no, you know what, mate, 36Ks. Do it there. And um you know, if you gotta leave a time out there, say what could have been, but there'd be nothing worse than coming on here today and you fell in a heap because mm. your ego got ahead of you and you wanted to absolutely blow the doors off it. Um so I held on and I had Wayne's voice in my head saying, Just hold back, be confident, hold back.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And I got to thirty six K's and I opened the floodgates. I think oh, nice. like I was having a look at my splits and my splits from 36 were 519, 508, 511. Yeah. That's the way you finish. Um, and I was like, right, we are on here. <laughs> and then, of course, at 39Ks, you're always going to fall in a little bit of a hole. But um, that's where the shoelace comes. So I, what I did was <laughs> ripped the shoelace out. I just ripped it off. I thought, what? you've got 2Ks to go. Just pull it out. <laughs> and the pressure me. the pressure that alleviated was unbelievable it was just, it was like literally like i had a blister the size of my foot oh, no. but just purely from having a shoe lace too, too tight, tight too, too and can
3: you believe it? again
0: oh. just having in my head that i am too big a ego to stop and under a lace Like potentially it actually cost me a few more minutes, right? Because I should have just stopped early, actually done it properly, stopped for a minute, and then it would have been perfect. Had a more comfortable race. (laughs) Exactly. Well, but the thing is everyone, like everything was ideal. It's just a little niggle that felt huge, and that was the worst thing that happened. I've never run a race where everything has felt so good um nutrition wise like people ask what did i do did i do any special and so i had morton morton was my go-to um and i had a gel at 10ks at a gel at 20 at a peanut butter slug at 25 nice and that was more as a distraction so for me it (laughs) wasn't about anything else it was just about you've been running alone by yourself for 25ks have something as your reward right nice like just have a reward and I went, I was like, oh, this is great. I'm chewing on a little bit. And I think someone came up next to me and looked at me like, what is this guy doing? Um,
2: and you could
0: Yeah, I couldn't. I was like, like, absolute peanut butter mouth. But it was pure, it was just reward. I was like, you've done 25Ks, mate. Reward yourself with a peanut butter slug. That's <laughs> the way. That's the way.
2: I see um,
0: a slogan coming. <laughs> yeah. And then I had 30K, at 30Ks, I had another gel. And then I knew, right, we're getting into the marathon. This is the marathon now. And, yeah, I knew at 36, I had 250 mils of Coke and another Morton. But the Morton drink mix of 320 and the gel, there was no down. Everything was an absolute carbohydrate bliss. like energy. I've never felt at the end of a marathon full like my tank nutritionally was to the brim there was no dips at all um, and obviously I would practiced it I, mm-hmm. I know that I what I personally need is 60 grams of carbohydrates minimum per hour mm-hmm. so I knew that anything below that you're in jeopardy and you can't catch that up I don't care what anyone says if you try and catch it up the hour later you're already depleted you've paid the price it's gone exactly yeah. you're already mm-hmm. depleted so it's going to come and get you um, yeah, it was just that honestly, guys, everything came together like, yeah. And I, I worked out that I'd knocked off an hour and 25 minutes since last April on my marathon. Oh. Nice. Wow. So eight minute Amazing. PB, I was, I was quietly um. confident, but I've always mm. kind of said that you, you're owed nothing, right? It doesn't matter how good a build up you've had, how mm-hmm. much mileage, whatever you the marathon and your body also owe you nothing there's there's very much and my key takeaways were again consistency is king like I remember saying at the start of lockdown that I was going to keep going because when things open up I'll be ready to race
3: yeah
0: and that's how we went and we all pretty much made the same commitment right we pretty much said we're all going to keep going because when races come up we're going to be ready and I'm so like I'm so proud of all of us that we made that commitment because you know yes we're accountable because we're on here but it's very easy just to give up and Mm. there's nothing better than standing on that start line at the first race going geez you've done six months of bloody work here um yeah so aerobic conditioning Wayne chuck another tick on the chalkboard when you get back to work (laughs) work next week
3: champion
0: again don't care what anyone says that aerobic base is the king like magic you can do whatever fancy gadgets and gadgets you want to do, but yeah. unless you have an aerobic tank, you've actually got nothing else to develop. Like so mm-hmm. It is like, that's just my viewpoint. Yeah. Like, you know, other people, but unless you've got aerobic work and a base there and Wayne, you are the image. You're the, you're the, the poster boy for it, but it comes back to recovery. Like I've been running this week and the heart rate is <laughs> sitting at 140 beats.
1: Now, Owen, sorry, I, I'm not to jump in on, on, the, on where you're at, but just yeah. quickly, you know, just in looking at your recovery, and that's what I was looking at, it, and, and I looked at your run today, and I said, this mm-hmm. dude doesn't know the shape he's in, because mm. for you to run, you ran a hard marathon on the weekend, and I watched you run today, 18Ks with Dion and a couple of the boys, and you still had that big pickup of 7 or 8Ks in the end where you were smashing it, obviously. Mate, you're not even a week out from a marathon, Mm. So that's, that's all signs that you, you're in a sweet spot, you're in a good place because as most people will tell you when we run the marathon, what happens the next week or two afterwards, we're all in pain and can't walk and you know, but I, yeah. I, I believe it shouldn't be that way. If you train correctly and if you look after yourself, if you do the right things nutritionally, you have to have good results. I mean, it has to follow, and, and sorry, I won't just about But like I no, said, no, it's true. In looking at it, mate, your recovery has been amazing. So you can pat yourself on the back there, mate, because you know you did
0: all the hard work. Well, I think like mm-hmm. there's, I think I do appreciate it, and and again, Wayne, it. The evidence is well, the proofs in the pudding, right? Like mm-hmm. it's it's there for you as a person to see. But then I suppose if anyone wants to pay attention, they can. But it gives. Gives yourself the confidence in what you're doing is correct, mm-hmm. and what's correct for you. Like for today, I went out and I said to Dion "Right, I'll pace you. You're doing a marathon workout, and then we're going to give it a bit of a clip at the end. Sprinkles. Yeah, but you <laughs> sprinkles. But you know, you're also doing something. Yeah. And I got to the end. I thought, oh, let me just check the heart rate, and sitting at 140 beats. Wow. That's, nice. You know, like that's. I sit there and go, geez, what's my easy run going to be now? And you don't want you also don't want to waste that, but you don't want to get too aggressive. So right now, the worst thing I could do is go. I jump in another marathon in two weeks or four weeks. Spot on. You know, like right now, I'm saying, okay, well, we're going to run another race in eighteen weeks, and that's going to be the goal. Whereas I could easily, in two weeks, go. I'm going to back up a marathon and go again, but I'll bang my body up and probably blow it way out, (laughs) and then that's your you're going to have this negative end after a really positive. Yep. I think Mm. so. Yeah. And for me, mileage, like personally having like 12 weeks of 80 Ks and a couple at a hundred is for me, gives, I don't know, just gives me more confidence in what I'm doing is right. Again, not everybody can do that because they make that choice injury wise, but while I can absorb it, I'm going to keep doing it. Right. (laughs) Um, and then one swallow doesn't make a summer. I had the finger situation, and <laughs> <it> d- <laughs> anyone else, if you again. you know, if you, yeah, if you get if you do get injured and lose two to three runs a week, like don't. It's very hard to say from the outside, but you've yep. done the work, and don't let that escape. You know, be really mm. confident in what you've done. Um, and one that really stood out for me was. And again, in my viewpoint, if you're fit, the course doesn't matter. The the amount of feedback that i would heard even leading up, people saying, oh, it's laps and it's this and it's that. If you're fit, it's not a factor in my head, right? Mm -hmm. Essentially, you just turn up and if you're in ripping condition, you could run around a bin and it shouldn't matter (laughs) because the external factors are minor. Mm -hmm. That's just, you know, if I turned up to Bibber lake and I was like, oh, geez, I've got to do six of these things around this bit of water, that means that <laughs> I'm, not com- I'm not comfortable in my own ability, right? That's for me personally. I'm yeah. not sure what you guys think about that, but it's almost a bit of an out to go, oh, it was laps anyway. I'm no good at laps. I don't like them. <laughs> but I found, for, personally for me, that was one of the most enjoyable races I've ever done, purely because of laps and I have to, I'm honestly indebted to my support group. The people that were, I felt like an Olympian. Yeah. The amount of people that I had, it was almost embarrassing to be honest, but (laughs) I I am indebted to the people that came down Mm -hmm. or even hung around to support me on because honestly, Sandy, it felt like I was running into the Olympic stadium winning gold. It was, and the lift that you get, and Margie scooped me up with a kilometer to go and she was like, there are people waiting for you. Mm-hmm. you need to get going and i've never you yeah. just r- rose literally through the ground yeah. and we were moving i think our last kilometer was probably like a five minute k yeah.
3: and yeah. she was
0: just demanding she was like you are not going any slower than this but <laughs> nice. like just- having like yeah. people there i don't know about you jackie and, and wayne yeah. but man like it was so loud
2: oh, it no. was <laughs> unbelievable and I screaming for you because it, it was quite a lonely race, but when you got to that spectact- uh, the spectator where the, we had to pass and finish, it just gave you such a boost. I can see that all my Ks after that were fast. You know, they were good, you know. So it's the nice. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so the supporters
2: were yeah. all excited to see you every yeah. day oh, that you were coming
0: past. I owe them so Lovely. much. Like, you know, yes. it was Sunday morning, boot. don't have to come down there and I I suppose Mm -hmm. it also shows how much a medal means more to other like your medal is very much more for others than it is for you Mm -hmm. like we hang it up Mm -hmm. on our wall but it's it's for your kid you know like when you're talking about your son like that his inspiration is what you're doing Mm. and you know like I just that's what I really got out of this race is how much more your medal actually means to other people Mm-hmm. And the 5 a.m. alarm, yes, it would drive everyone in your house nuts. Mm-hmm. But then when you go out and run a PB, they're yeah. almost more excited than you are. Because, See,
1: Owen, now that's like, called legacy. That's what you're doing. You're creating <laughs> legacy. You guys
0: are going deep
1: now. But what I'm saying is <laughs> that's exactly what it's about, you know. In, in, in what we do in this running thing, it's, you know, we're creating legacy, you enjoy it, you know, and that's what I can see Blair. I, I, I saw your dad there well, The pride they had Tanya, you know, the pride they had in you, you know, that mm. was that was special because you know, you know it, It's something you got to soak up and take it in mate because it's it's really special just to have that support network And even like I said Owen like you you saw Jackie Just mm. with Tina being there and she mm. was there obviously with all our runners but yeah. she made it a point every time I come by, she says, go away now, you're looking good. You know, she, she, <laughs> just that little bit there. And she took a picture of me and she sent it to my wife. And my wife says, oh, no. you know, and you know, that, that means a lot. Owen. That's what I, I can hear yeah. what she's saying. And that, all that, you know, it helps. And that's why I put my, my extra, my K, I call it my surge, when I came along there. Because that's yeah. where it worked out quite easily because it lifts you. And I heard you yeah. say, you know, you, you've, you felt like you're running off the ground. It's, it's, it's an out-of-body experience, Erwin, it's where you feel like this is not real. And what you're doing, remember, the way we're talking, and I know Darren said he's listening there, because everything we're talking about is we've got a, a formula that's working. So, you know, I'm not trying to, you know, <laughs> look too deep into it, but mm. it, it's a winning formula. And that's why so many people, when I see them, even at probably like said, thank you for what you guys are sharing, because... I can take this i eat the meat and spit out the bones you know i can i like this and i like what you share yeah and i can try this and how should i do this now you know so we we're basically guinea pigs but we we we're basically creating legacy so
0: oh and you're a yeah. champion mate that was, yeah. it was lovely to see no it was good fun and now we just see uh see what 2021 will bring and mm-hmm. yeah i'm like yeah, we'll see how we go. I know that the increments, well, I thought they become smaller. Um, but, you know, it's not linear. Running isn't a thing that is always just going to always go down in time. So I need to prepare for that. But, yep. yeah, enjoy it while we can and make the games while we can because we take for granted we can't do it forever.
1: And one and, more thing too, Owen. Don't ever, don't ever put a limit on your ability.
0: I'm yeah. talking to
1: everyone, you know. Like, like for me personally, I, I can see you. Closing in on three thirty quickly if you keep yeah. going the way you are. And I'm I'm not, you know, I'm just saying it's possible. Don't don't doubt that you can do it, mate. Yeah. And you and when you do it, you know, whenever you do it, you go, My goodness. Like if someone told you a year and a half ago, Owen, oh, well, you, you quite comfortably can run a three thirty in the mm. marathon, and you'd look at them and say, What drugs are you on? you know. Well, I said I'd retire once I run, <laughs> run 4 oh, like,
2: no. I'm
0: done. It, See you
2: later.
1: Yeah. And <laughs>
2: Two or three people told me on the day when they saw you finish, they said, You are, yeah, ex- exactly what Wayne said. What's the place because you just, yeah, you're just going to go. You're just going
0: to. Like, Tony and Adam came up to me and said,
2: with a two, you-, you, know, yeah. you-,
0: you know, you're going to run a lot faster. I was like, Based on what? They said, <laughs> yeah. We saw how you finished. They're like, You're not tricking anybody here. Yeah. So I was like, Oh, great. But I think a boobra lake was, yeah, just just the community as well, like we had that really nice photo and you look back on it and you go, running I've been involved in a lot of other sports, a lot of like higher levels and running has a a right to have an ego, right? But to have Jerry Hill bouncing around and then the first one to message you and he's got no right to message me he's a 220 something marathoner but running has no ego in a way Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so there's a lot of takeaways but and we we're bloody accountable because we knew we'd have to come on here and talk about it. So. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but, like, getting those messages because even Guy, like, shout out to him and good luck for him for tomorrow. Um, yeah, for sure. I'm so glad he gets a race because he's been yeah. absolutely smashing the door down. But, you know, to get a message from people like that that well, we've never met but mm. it feels like we have known each other for so long because they're in your community now and um, – yeah. Even you guys, like, you know, waiting for times and tracking us. It it Mm. gave us what we hadn't got from comrades this year, from people tracking and that excitement and watching all morning. And, yeah, yeah, so long may it continue and we can do the same for you guys tomorrow.
2: Yeah, (laughs) yeah. But the Perth Perth running community is really, it feels like it's grown together during COVID. I think when I first moved to Perth, it seemed to be like it's the, the coach groups. It's not... It's not a club based like in South Africa. It's like coach based, which is weird. But I just felt in the last few months, all the groups were just cheering each other on and showing each other's PBs and just having Front Runner there running yeah. around. And um, How
0: good was that? Nira like,
2: knew my name. And I was like, oh my gosh.
0: <laughs> like that, how cool was that? They had a massive, they did their long run in reverse yeah. to what we were doing.
3: Yeah. And
0: there was a pile of 15 like really class runners. Yeah. Mm-hmm just like that it's almost like what the sport needed
2: yeah, yeah. you know like to get the,
0: everyone together and you see these people around and yeah, yeah i thought it was just it's just We're, what it was like a, a community day right
2: yeah it was really yeah. good really
0: really good wow. thanks everybody. yeah well done wa yeah. um, and well done right. to the
4: three of you Hi. that was fantastic
5: oh. <laughs> um erwin yes mate yeah with when, when when you were talking about the um, doing the laps and everybody mm-hmm. dreads doing laps of, of a course, did did you find that it was actually good because you just um, you know as you go around you once you've done three of them you sort of you know what to expect mm-hmm. each each sort of spot that you come up to you okay I, I know where I'm at exactly the whole time.
0: Uh, did, look, did personally, personally for me, it was like shelling peas because. It's 10 minutes from my place. I'd run that course. I know it from the back of my hand. Um, but I'd do so. somebody who hadn't done it a lot. I would think definitely because you know how the first lap went. You just get into a rhythm. Your first 20 or so Ks should just be about getting in your groove, getting going. Mm-hmm. And how they set it up was the start finish obviously at 6 and then at 3Ks was another table. So you would always know where you're at. So it was just about get to 3Ks as a table. Get to the next three, you're at the start.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And that just continued. And you got set in, such into a cycle that it went so far. I'm not sure about the other two, but it went so yeah. quickly. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah.
0: And if I think if you ever were in a bad spot, that's how you could break it up. You could say, right, 3Ks to the table, 3Ks to the start. I'm only going to see, you know, you're half an hour away from seeing people again. Yeah. Um, Whereas imagine do, if that was a full out-and-back or double lapper and you were in a bad place.
2: It was like Harrison thing. Yeah. Oh, you would have,
0: you know, you could have been. In, and because it was the first marathon back, there's a lot of people that overcommitted. There was a lot. Like yeah. I saw them as soon as the gun went off and at the turn, and I thought, oh, geez, you are,
2: you've bitten <laughs> off a little bit more
0: and you can chew. And you, we did see them as yeah. the race went on. And that's a learning experience. We've all been there, trust me. Like, where we yeah. over, overcome, like overthink of what the reality is. But, yeah, I think being the fact that it was 6K laps also helps in that situation
3: mm. because
0: then the pain and the hurt isn't that bad and you're going to get another jump as soon as you see your support crew. Yeah.
3: Um,
0: but, yeah, thanks to Chris because the way it was set up, Darren, was perfect. Like it was such a massive atmosphere, that start-finish line. Yeah. Um,
2: and right, yeah. MC, It was cool. Yeah.
0: But just that people waited behind made it even sweeter. Like I think, you know, 50% of the time a lot of people would have finished and just left. But Mm. the fact that people stayed and, you know, there were some people out there for seven hours possibly. Same, yeah. And for them. It was warm. Yeah, it got got warm.
2: Yeah.
0: But, yeah, so to answer your question, definitely I think laps was highly beneficial.
4: Yeah. Yeah. And Erwin, just to put it um, back into in, into perspective for everybody mm-hmm. now when you I mean, you've been running for four and a half years now right beginning of 2016 uh,
0: 20, 20, end you... of first marathon was end of 2015 in six hours and five minutes there we go wow. so I'm just, you know wow. But, wow.
4: yeah so your page I mean so that's nearly so it's four and a half going on for five years now yeah and that's how patient and how disciplined and how much you wanted that and look at that 605 to 352 yeah. i mean wow it's incredible
0: wow and as wayne said it's beautiful and that's why i think like even with you like i keep you're gonna get that sub four. Oh yeah
4: like,
0: and I, but it's but the same because you're patient right and you're methodical and, okay, well, I'm not like this in normal life and Tanya would probably love it, but um, it's, <laughs> when you find something you love,
3: yeah. you throw everything easy, into yeah. it and you love yeah. hard,
0: right? And yeah. when, we, mm-hmm. when we hurt, we hurt hard around it. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, you throw the kitchen sink at what you're doing and as the same I see for everyone else. Like, again, you've got no right to come into this and think you're going to dominate from day one. Mm.
3: Yeah.
0: Because when you think that and I thought that, it'll spit you out, like absolutely mm. spit you out, harder Mm. than it normally Mm. does. Like we see it at the elite side, guys coming in from the track, Wayne going to do their first marathon, and they blow up, you know, (laughs) they think they're gonna run a two ten. Yeah. Mm. And they come out and run a two thirty and go, Oh geez, this is the real deal. Like forty two if forty two if a marathon was easy, everyone would do it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, Again, Sandy, I think um, yeah, it's, it's been your a journey's good journey. been
4: amazing. It's been absolutely amazing. So and well done. Well, it's thanks. it's oh. incredible. I mean, just everything. Your your discipline with your diet, your, your your training, um, your 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 absolute hunger for knowledge about the sport yep. and finding out so much and, and doing this type of stuff with podcasts with people and learning and I mean it's just Brought out something else in you, so I agree with Wayne. I think there's still a lot more to come for for you, absolutely. and and I feel the same for Jackie too, and for Wayne. Mm, um, yeah. You know, that's it's it, they still they still that hunger, and and that's that's the important thing, I think. You know,
1: absolutely, and don't uh, don't ever doubt lovely. it, Sandy. Don't put a yeah. limit. That's why I said yeah. I can see. We'll be talking soon on the podcast about Sandy's sub four hours it's coming.
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Sandy's body's just got to hold out.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But, guys, there's one name that kept coming up on Sunday. Mm. And I'm not even joking. Seriously. (laughs) Mm. The amount of questions I get asked about this bloke when I go somewhere. (laughs) And it's from... Just and honestly, and Darren, you might think that we're overcompensating nah. this, but the amount so of people true. that ask about you, uh, it's actually amazing to think about it. Cause I go, no one even knows this bloke, but um, <laughs> yeah. honestly, you, you you're so man. interested mate, in what you're up to. And, oh, like, I, I you,
1: can, I can second that because the amount of people we're chatting with along the way saying, Oh, this is an ultra blah, blah, blah. Comrades is coming up. And how's Darren? How do you think he's gonna go? The amount of people speaking about you, Darren. I keep saying, everyone's waiting for you, Darren. Uh, <laughs>
2: pressure. <laughs> Even the double Q bombs. You come up. How's Darren? <laughs> love. We love listening to Darren's story.
0: <laughs> and just like the want for you to run a race, like to, I sit there and everyone's just like, oh, geez, we just want Darren to run a marathon because, like, you've only really, you know, you did that your last race. But then It's not you've really been a race, is, is it? <laughs> oh, no, but you've been doing so much training since your marathon. Like when was the last time you actually did a marathon? If you actually, you know, and you've done so much in this year even since we've been talking. Mm. And we just want, everybody wants to go, when is Darren going to get a marathon? We just want him to do a marathon. Um, <laughs> yeah, but so should we throw to you because I think people have been listening to us babble long enough and they just want to hear your voice. <laughs> <True>. <laughs> Me. <laughs> so, how's your how's your fortnight been? Um, um and lucky, then, I, lucky, lucky. I don't. The, run what's a, the game plan tomorrow? What's the
5: game plan tomorrow? Well, the the week gone, I've been just like um, lacking enthusiasm, so I've been a bit concerned, and how I'm going to go. And Tina um, has been really good with, like um, I think Jackie said earlier, she has just the right words to say at the right time. So that sort of helps you sort of get your head straight again and that sort of thing. But um, so my plan, um, well, uh, it's a 6.45 start, which is kind of, that's like running late. You know, we're normally up at bloody four o'clock to go for a run. So that'll be like, I'll be, I'll be still up nice and early and, and twiddling my thumbs, won't know what to do with myself. <laughs> but um just sleep uh, in mate the the <laughs> yeah i won't uh, the the course is only uh, i think it's about three k's from my place so i'll um i'll jog down there and i was pretty interested to hear about everybody's warm-ups because I, in the past i wouldn't have done a warm-up and for any any race you know just a little bit of light stretching and you know a couple of kilometer walk to get to the race or something, but. No real. Um, I, I, I can remember being at this particular race and seeing people running up and down, and I'm thinking, "What on earth are they doing? They're going to do 12 cases instead of 10." <laughs> <laughs> but, but um, but um, Zena's put me down to for um, three to four k warm up. So I'm actually going to, I'll run down there. But then I'm going to have, you know. 20 minutes at least waiting around because I don't want to rock up right at the start time. So I'll just have to do some light stretching and, and you know, um, bouncing on the spot type thing or just to keep the blood flowing. And I'm really going to take in what Wayne said to just maybe make him 630 k jog down there, not, not um, you know,
1: 530 not race pace, nice and easy. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah but well, Darren, no can I just space, to, yeah. just to interrupt you quickly, but when you do a speed session, you do a couple of Ks beforehand, right? Yeah. So why don't you just adopt the same mentality, like where you do – because you don't go straight into your first rep. You normally do a couple of Ks nice and easy. So it's very much the same mentality with the race. Yeah,
5: yeah. I was, I was more thinking. um I, I want. I have to pull my um my sowass up because it, it, <laughs> does, it does hurt again from the from the word go. I but
0: thought you told it to go ks. away.
5: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that took thirty k's.
3: <laughs> yeah, this
4: is only ten. <laughs>
5: yeah. yeah, tell so, it to go away early. But um, but like. Like I said before, I've had a really shitty, shitty lead-up week, and but I looked at my um, time, running time. It wasn't, I wasn't too slow, so but I was, the legs were feeling really fatigued. So I don't know if that's just expecting more from them or something. So, anyway, so I I set myself some times, and basically I'm going to go to the first to the five k turnaround. Um, at, you know, uh, the, my, should I say the pace that I want, want to dream of? <laughs> yeah, go on. Yeah. God, I, I don't it's care. a secret if, anyway. If, if, it turns, <laughs> if it turns the crap, so, so be it. But, um, but I was just going to try to sit on four-minute Ks up to the five-minute um, 5K turnaround. And then um, after that, um, up to the 8K, just take 10 seconds off each K a- and when I get to the 8K, I think it's about 8Ks anyway, where, the, where we head down the hill. Yeah. But just before you head down the hill, you've you got a, a good, uh, it's a bit a little bit of a like a ramp, as one would say. Um, <laughs> it, it goes up a bit and then it comes down. And the, the down is quite <laughs> steep, but that's where I was going to, you know, hopefully I'll be feeling good and, and I'll just, Try to um, stay in control, rather than um, you know throwing arms and shit scattering everywhere, and putting everything into it. Just going to try to maintain control and you know push for three forty second k's in the, for the last two, and that'll give me thirty eight fifty if I can manage all that. So nice. I'll, I'll set it on my Garmin, but um, I've probably left that a little bit late. But um, hopefully, and, and that should give me my um, age category. Oh, wow. <laughs> I looked up the guy oh, who, wow. who got, the, um, <laughs> got it last year and, and he was 39 something. So if everyone doesn't release this beforehand, It would we'll be right. <laughs> 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 nah, we don't verify things. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, it, of course, and, and it was interesting listening to you guys about, you know, don't, you know run to your plan don't go do and hey i feel good i'll just um step the pace up because i've done that plenty of times before where you look at your watch and go holy shit i'm going all right yeah i'm I'm awesome (laughs) it doesn't it doesn't know doesn't work out so well so so yeah I'll, i'll definitely try to stick to that and um and and like you, like you say, you can throw everything at it in the last couple of days and, you know, peel a bit more off if you need to,
3: mm. if
5: you're feeling good. So,
3: yeah.
0: It's, 10, it's all, 10Ks are the worst distance, though, because you, you either go really hard and fall in a heap or you go really slow and try and come home hard, but you run out of real estate. <laughs> 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 yeah. uh, How do you um, win? Because you,
5: you can only push it so fast. And if you, if you got to the 9Ks and want to give it shit, well, you're only going to carve off another 20 seconds anyway. Yeah. So you've left it too late. But uh, I was curious to um, how Wayne, because Wayne's ran this track before, and mm-hmm. how do you tackle the hills, Wayne? Do you, do you actually slow up a bit when you get – I know uh, you, you guys think it's not really a hill but yeah. and it's got a bit of steep. Oh, it's not a hill, and
1: mate. What, what I, <laughs> no, I know exactly, and that's why I mentioned it. Is It's probably about, oh, look, 80, 90 metres. It's a climb, and it's a sharp climb. And what I found is you'll see, Darren, when, you come, when the gun goes off, the first mile or, yeah, the first kilometre and a half is flat. It's nice and easy. So that's enough time for you to get a good rhythm going. And then, obviously, as you go up the hill, you slow down, you, you're gonna slow down. But I feel that if, if you find your rhythm and just slow down, once you get to the top of that, then you're on that flat, that'll take you all the way out to your 5K turn and come back. So my, my approach would be in that you've done your warm up and in the first kilometer and a half, try and find your rhythm. Obviously look at your pace. You know what, you, you, you just said four minutes, so stick to that, don't go quicker. And if you slow down a little going up the hill, which you're going to, don't worry about it, Darren, because I guarantee you, once you get onto the, the straight, mate, you'll make up time quite comfortably because it's, it's such a nice straight um, running out and back there. And there's so many other people that will be out there. You'll be, you'll be G'd up because by the time you get out, I think the marathon and the half marathon runners will already be on course. Yeah. So my approach would be, Darren, obviously you're going out there. Just, you know, give it the respect it's due. It is a sharp climb. You'll you feel it. And, um, you know, just think of all of us when you go up the hill. <laughs> but, but like I said, um, just don't try and push it up there. Just, just let it, whatever the pace, you slow down, but you'll just, definitely make it like
5: up. Just keep the same effort sort of thing happening.
1: Absolutely. And anything? you know what's the uh, – that's what I, I think, like I said, you know, concentrate on your effort. Don't worry about the pace. It's going to slow. But this is the thing, yeah, and I found it because I remember doing the half because I did two laps of that. When you come back down – when you go down that ramp, you, you you make up so much time. I remember you know, I pulled up. Yeah, I went a lot quicker than pace and race pace, and it actually took me into the stadium flying for a flying finish. I remember doing a lot quicker than I did. So you make up the time, mate. So don't worry too much about that, honestly. Yeah. yeah. How did you go, and, Wayne? Um, yeah, in 2018, I managed to – yeah, same thing. I, I reeled in the front boys, and I managed to – yeah – Pull off the win, which was oh, comfortable. Yeah. This is yeah. just another one in the, in the cabinet. I knew I'd you're on the list Dude. somewhere.
0: <laughs> Tell you what, your, your bank manager must love the cheques that you bring down
4: there. Were you racing, no. Wayne? Sorry? Were you racing, Wayne?
0: No, no, I was racing. I was
1: racing, Sandy. <laughs> well, what I was doing, Sandy, when, when you do those sort of races, remember this, gee, was, I don't know if they've kept, put a cap on tomorrow's numbers, but there's so many people, and I love chasing. I've always loved chasing. That's why I like mm-hmm. comrades. There's a lot of people who run fast in the front, so it, it's always nice to chase, and that's why I sit down. You know, you'll start in your pack, and you'll feel your pack in the first one and a half k, and then you see people start to go away from you. Don't worry about them. You pull them all back in that second half, mate. Guarantee you.
5: Yeah, well, well that's what I've been trying to take. Taken from you guys the whole time we've been doing this podcast is, you know, um, you know, negative split it, and you know, just. Um, Pick them off in the second half.
1: That's it, mate. And like and, I said,
5: and it is yeah. it is the it is good to you know see a runner up ahead and then yeah there were a hundred meters on you or two hundred meters and hey I just passed that guy nice you know <laughs> so yeah it is a good good feeling to be just picking them off next mm. one next one so yeah.
1: and all you got to think about Darren is in two weeks' time I'm going to give a race report on this and I'm going to tell him exactly how it happened and it's
0: <laughs> going to happen. <laughs> And just remember, if you start to cramp, just pull your finger again. And <laughs> <laughs> you tried it? Yeah. But I know a lot of people had a good laugh at that. After it was, yeah. Uh. <laughs> so, Wayne, I, I reckon, Wayne, we might be a match race here. If you're going for 32 minutes tomorrow and Darren sits low 38, 37. Uh-huh. We Could be so we could actually organize something next year. I think it, 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 if, if, if Wayne overtightens his shoelaces, <laughs> yeah, I <that laughs> might be right. Speaking of, are you what are you going with? Uh, next percent or Oh, the exact
1: uh, next percent, the same, yeah, okay. So, and
0: Darren, A Zoom Fly,
5: okay, I think that's what they're called. Sandy's nice. gonna run in her space boots. <laughs> 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 I actually bought new new clothes the other day at at Noosa so we're wearing um, like uh, 2XU there was a little store up there I didn't know they had their own store Is Is this a new kit? Yeah, new singlet and shorts and stuff, yeah Have you tried them yet?
1: Yeah yeah, oh, I was gonna
5: good. say. <laughs> it's not it's not big enough race to, to worry here yes. anyway, I guess.
4: <laughs>
0: All right. Sandy. Tell us well, about
4: it. Uh um, yeah, I'm trying to be quietly confident, as Wayne would put it, <laughs> for tomorrow. Um, so I've I've had good running uh Two weeks ago now, I feel like uh, we, we did a 21K training run and I haven't run in under sub two hours in 15 years, literally 15 years I haven't run in under sub two. And we got going and the one coach had sort of given us an idea of how to, you know, to try something out on the course today if you want to. You didn't have to, but I thought, no, I'm, I'm going to give this a bash. It sounds good. Um, I'll tell you about it in a minute. And then I thought, okay, well, I'll, I'm, you know, so I'm a start of controlled and, you know, you guys always pop up in my head with everything all the time running. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm thinking, okay, I'm doing this, you know, and i got to sort of halfway and I thought mm-hmm. just over that 10K mark. And I thought, oh, I'm actually doing this, I, and and I'm okay. Um, and I'm like, this is probably not so clever to be doing this two weeks before a race. So then I was like, oh, but that race might never happen because of the whole COVID outbreak at that point. So I thought, no, just keep going. just Just go. Now, you have to understand that Everybody else in the whole club is way ahead of me at this stage. I'm out there back on my own. <laughs> I'm now running my little butt off, okay? And I'm thinking, I can do this. And I'm keeping to her plan and doing exactly what she told us to do. And, and I, I just knew. I knew I had it in and I thought, I'm, I'm going to give it everything I've got. So by the time I got back, they were all sitting on the grass and having coffee, <laughs> and I came flying in there at one fifty-six. I was so excited; it was like nice. I had won the race. Okay, and they were all—they thought I was mad. Of course, they all still pretty new friends, um, and they—they they like, look, man, I was air punching and <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yes, you just don't understand. I've actually—I haven't done this in fifteen years, and. I was, I I can't even tell you the excitement that I had for actually achieving that. Um, It's a Strava PB, but I actually did a 155 back 15 years ago, and I never, ever did another one. So most of my 21s are literally 202, 203, 201, 202. I always just miss it. So (laughs) I've actually got, I've, I've done it. So now it's almost... So I'm so glad we've had the podcast today because I was starting to feel this huge pressure, and, and my nerves were almost getting the better of me, thinking, like, well, I don't know if I can actually do it again. Like, was it just a fluke that I got it right on that day? And now I'm as good. Can I do it again? So that pace is still kind of new for me. Um, but I'm going to go and try the same method again tomorrow. Um, am I nervous? Yes. And is that a good or bad thing? Well, I think it's, pretty, it's good in a way because I'm, I'm going to need, I feel like I need a certain amount of nerves. Otherwise, I just go out and have too much of a good time. And I know that I need, for me to get a sub To I need to work hard. So I'm really hoping that, that I can pull it off for all of you. <laughs> <laughs> because i'm um, i'm 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 confident that i'm feeling strong my back went into a big spasm last week but i've sorted that out um i'm good i saw the physio this morning and she said to me right go and just go and do your thing and so I'm, um, i i i feel like I, i've got it and i've just got to be controlled not to to overdo it so normally where i'm probably all bubbly and light and enjoying life i think today i'm just sitting here going "Ooh, i've got a race tomorrow <laughs> i've got a race and i mean i'm excited but i am also a little bit nervous so um yeah as wayne always says watch the space and we'll see how i go <laughs> but yeah I, I i think it'll i think it'll be all right i think so all uh, right smash it, it. It's like so
0: refreshing. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, Kevin. No, it's so refreshing though. Like, you've, like you're a born again runner. Like,
4: yes, yes. You've know, I mean,
0: you yes. found this, like, you're literally like rejuvenated trees. Yes. You've just, you know, you've just come to. I, I, yeah, I think it's like uh, we run together a lot, but yes. you've always been the most positive person I've ever run with. But yes. geez, you're just sprouted like it's spring and you're back it's, yeah not that you were ever gone but just yeah no
4: i know i am I've, I've, i and and i'm enjoying it and i'm enjoying going at the faster pace and and that whole that whole time when i was running that that training day it was a training run um i just kept hearing the whole time uh it's a skill speed endurance it's a skill you've got Mm. to learn it speed endurance (laughs) so so thank you Wayne that uh, it was like I just repeated that over and over in my head every time I was like I was trying to just keep the pace up for that longer time and yeah and it worked and I think um just so 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 my, my plan for tomorrow and 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 we'll see how it goes is to start off, so this is how we did it on that day. So and it seems to work for me. Um, is to start off that sort of four to five k's, That first four to five k's on on pace, so you know, so so sort of warming up in between that five thirty to five forty-five. Um, sitting in that period, and then then sort of time three, you go for four k's. You go hard. So running between that sort of five fifteen five. 20, even if it reaches 5:30 that's fine, but then you have one k where you pull it right back to six minutes okay. and then and so when I'm running those four, I know that I just get to the end of that four pays, and then I just have that tiny little break on myself, which for me in my for mentally was a really good thing still. Um, when I think we, if 5:30 becomes a more natural pace for me, I might be able to go away from that. But for now, it was a really good thing. So, and then you go hard four again. And so, it's sort of opposite to what you did, Wayne. Um, but go hard for four and then and then pull back for one again. And then three times. And then, that, Then of course, I was at 20. And mm-hmm. I knew I had it. And then I just went in running. And I think I did the 5 or 8 or. Something in the last K, and I thought, like, okay, I've got this now, and and that was a good feeling. So I'm going to try it again tomorrow. I don't know what you guys think of it. Um, it'll Be interesting to hear your take on it. It worked for me once, um, so maybe it's just worth trying it again. Um, I am a bit nervous that if I if I don't stick to that, I might run out um, of of that of that speed endurance. So. I'll, I'll hear what you guys have to say on
0: that. Can we predict times? Do you want to know predicted times?
4: <laughs>
0: oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no pressure.
1: Do you or not?
4: Uh, who? My, my predicted time. Oh, we can do both. Time?
0: We can. You guys can close your ears, and we'll predict for the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go first, if you (laughs) want.
1: Three, two, one.
0: Uh, For Sandy, I think you're going to go 154 high. Um, Reason why is because you did the other one, 156, in a training environment, right? In a race, you're going to go faster. And yes, there's going to be times where you're too fast, but I think you'll also control better as well. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. the guts are going to take you through in a race.
3: Mm. you'll you
0: dip more in a race than you dip in a training event, I think.
3: Mm.
0: I don't know what you guys think. And then for Darren, I have you going uh, 36, mid, mid uh, yeah,
5: thirty six forty 40-ish. Don't put too much money on it, Irwin.
0: <laughs> Again, I think once you get to a race, and that's within your plan, like you saying you're going to go out four minute Ks and come home. Like in a race, I think, Again, you're going to go a lot faster under control than you think you will, like, and it'll be under control.
1: That's having a lot of people around you and yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's a different different game when you're in a race. Yeah, mm.
0: but yeah, they're just my thoughts. Traditions. Jackie Wayne, go on. <laughs> uh, I, I, agree. I think you're going to. I think you're
2: going to smash it. I've got a good feeling. I think the speed works. Gonna- if you'll be surprised it mm. you're really getting refreshed so I think mentally as well as physically it's mm. going to be a good one. yeah and you're Sandy
0: just so sorry yeah. I wanted to cut you off but yeah. if you run a 154 mm. then the um even a 156 so there's no argument on the sub four it's gonna <laughs> yeah. happen uh, that is all exactly. and if you if you run quicker <laughs> Well then, there is even more or less of an argument.
4: Have you? You have remembered, of course, that there is a hill in this. It's
0: oh, a ramp. No, it's not a hill. No. You you run hills. You're literally going up the front step.
2: It's not Champions Peak. <laughs> uh, no, no.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Sorry, Wayne.
1: You got you to believe it, Sandy. You have to believe yeah. it.
4: Thanks, Wayne. And and you know what? You've made me realize that, and I do believe it. And 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 on that day, I, I really carry that with me a lot. And and I, you know, the only thing that I do know, and I can say this out, uh, even though it was a training run. I left nothing out there that day. Mm-hmm. I was spent mm. at the end of that 156. That is fast for me. <laughs> and, and I was like, I was super excited. But at the same time, I knew that I'd have, I've still got a lot more work to do yeah. to, to get anything, to, to either get better at that time or to actually do a marathon at that time. There's still more work that needs to be done so i'm not I'm not under any illusions um, mm. or delusion <laughs> <laughs> I think um, I, I I think I can pull it off again all going well um I don't know the course I've never run it i don't I don't know it at all, but sometimes I prefer that so mm. um, and yeah, just go out work hard and that's that's mm. the aim tomorrow but then.
2: You've got, yeah. sorry, you, I've, I've done the same, so I've, I've got my time in a time trial and I've just done it, so there you go. Oh, yes.
0: Exactly. Yes. Come
2: on, you've okay. done it, you have okay. done it. Just go and do it again. You don't have to get a better time, you're just going to go do what you did again okay. in a race.
0: You know the devil you're going to dance
4: with. Yes, so it's, yes,
1: I know. It, <laughs> I think for you, Sandy, the key is do that first lap. And obviously, see, you'll know in the first few k how your legs are feeling. But obviously, you, in good form, you in good shape. Mm-hmm. Do that first lap. See, mm-hmm. where you, see where the clock sits at 10 and a half when you turn around mm-hmm. and go and do mm-hmm. the second one. And, mm-hmm. you, and you, you know, stick to your place, stick to your plan. So, and then mm-hmm. obviously, you know what's coming in that second half. Now I reckon once you get to the top of that and that, that, that little climb. Which is nothing, Sandy. It's nothing to even think. Honestly, it's, you'll see it. It's nothing. Like, then, like I said, it's an as long car. as you've got, as long as you've got a nice bounce in that step and those shoes you have will give you that nice bounce. Yes. Then yes. you, then you, you open it up, and I, and I, and I'm sure we'll we'll be talking about your race in the next fortnight. So that's the key: is see how you feel through the turn, and um, yeah, go for it because it's a lovely course, Sandy. It's yeah, it's nice. there's nothing to it. You'll be fine. You've run up fields here plenty of times.
4: I would actually be looking to be racing anything again in my life. <laughs> in my lifetime. Look what you guys have done to me. <laughs> <laughs> and and at
0: least we can safely say that it's gonna be a sub two.
4: Uh,
0: so, yeah. You know what I like is that Wayne's too polite to put a time out there. Just, <laughs> uh, so Wayne's just this He's like, I'm not gonna put a time. <laughs>
1: No, well no. I, I know, I know, I I reckon Sandy's one fifty five on the money.
0: Okay. Comfortable.
1: Nice. Uh, I I reckon. Again, easy <laughs> one fifty-five. Yeah. <laughs> there you go, Owen.
4: Thanks. <laughs> thanks. thanks, for, thanks for the vote of confidence, guys. <laughs> I do appreciate it and I will give it my all tomorrow. I will definitely You forgot do. Darren. Okay, go Darren, go for Darren. Wayne,
0: you forgot Darren's prediction.
4: Sandy, well, can we
2: track you? Is there something... <laughs> <laughs> oh i have no clue um because if people are tracking you you like you know then you know people are watching as well so yeah. that's <laughs> true yes <laughs> i know
4: that's what helps on comrades a lot yep. actually is you
2: know how many people are tracking you i know <laughs> yeah. you comrades. you're comrades you my... And I was like, oh crap! I forgot that people can track us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: I might misspell my name at comrades next time, yeah. so then people can't track
4: <laughs> me. <laughs> I must you just tell you a funny story quickly. Guy had actually commented on one of my Strava um, speed sessions and said, "Oh, Sandy." Um, Women your age are starting to uh, are starting to watch in fear um, with you running these speed <laughs> sessions, and we were having a really good laugh about it. Okay, anyway, and I got into bed that night, and I was just like, you know, when you start pondering, I thought, I wonder what like, what is the world record for masters for a twenty-one? Oh yeah, we
0: go. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, let me tell you what it is: one fifteen. Oh jeez. Oh, oh, shit, you oh know. wow.
3: <laughs> <laughs> like,
4: well, Wayne, you've got competition with a woman my age. There's
1: <laughs> um, hope.
2: Maybe well, look at you, 55. Look
4: at 55.
1: <laughs> yeah.
4: Wow, I couldn't believe it. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, 55, Jackie. I'm nearly there. I can't Please. wait. <laughs> Okay, Darren's turn. I mean, Wayne's prediction for Darren.
5: Well,
1: Darren, he was, Darren, he's Darren, avoiding that, I
5: think.
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, Darren,
1: Darren. have you? Just a quick question. Have you actually run a ten k specifically, any ten k race before?
5: Yeah, I, I've run this one before.
1: Okay. How would you go?
5: You, you didn't see me on the.
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> no, 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 honestly,
5: no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think it was probably about forty-one something.
1: Okay, because I remember you saying you did, it was last year, I don't know, last year you did a, the Melbourne half and you, you ran that in 90 minutes or so. And, you know, you essentially, you know, with all the work you've done, um, that 38.50 that you spoke of, I think it's highly possible. I think you could go even quicker than that. Um, you know, obviously, you know your legs. How, how have you pulled up since the big 90K a yeah, few weeks that, ago?
5: That's, that's what I'm not sure about. Because okay. Because... They, they they do feel a bit sluggish and okay it's, you know, yeah. That, I, that I certainly don't feel like I'm in my prime. but yeah. just You're going to gonna, you're gonna know where i yeah. <laughs> going to have a bit of a laugh. My, no, that's... my, my Garmin says I'm peaking.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, we, I thought we threw that in the never bin. been so high.
1: <laughs> but, I thought you got rid of that. You sort of did I thought already. we
0: threw the Garmin tracking in the wood. <laughs>
1: Yeah,
5: yeah, but when it says peaking, you, you don't not you don't throw them ones away.
1: Oh. you get it back
5: out of the bin. You pick those out for the bottom yeah. of the bin. Yeah.
1: Well, Owen, I reckon one of two things is going to happen with Darren. He's either going to blow the socks off everyone and smash out the PB, yeah. or he's going to blow up. Or he's right? going to blow up.
0: <laughs> I agree. Yeah,
5: I I I did um I had pace work the other day and I just chucked it in after about three-quarters of a K, mm-hmm. and before I ran that, the night before I wasn't feeling right, and I s- spoke to Tina, and she said, well, why don't you just, you know, cut that back? We won't go for that pace, and we'll just do something else, and she gave me two options, and then when I went out there, I thought, you know, why don't I just have a go anyway? And I did see my top speed was a lot faster than it should have been.
3: Oh, there and you go. And I
5: know. wanted to if that's what I did, I just went out too hard and then, you know, because the, the watch will only give you times, you know, certain distance apart. And, and it was only when I got back because I, I, I felt pretty pissed off with myself that I um, chucked it in and just, you know, finished the run out at all, you know, easy pace, I guess. And and when I got back looking through my Strava or through Garmin and it's like, oh, oh, that, that was a lot faster than it should have been. So maybe that's why.
0: So, so i got not enough control, I guess. But when in a 10K, you really have to go as close to that level of the wheels falling off as possible for it to yeah, be a, a good f- 10K.
1: It's a fine balance. Look, I'll be, be very honest. A ten k, I think a ten k is brutal because mm. you basically you at anaerobic threshold, so you you're basically and you're right, you know, you're at that point where mm. gee whiz, I, I'm gonna it's exactly what I just said to Darren. You're either gonna you're gonna blow up or you're gonna you're gonna have a sensational run because it's you know, but time, you, but also when you're running at that pace, when you get to the two k mark, you know if you can hold it or not. Yeah, <laughs> you'll know. So if you get to two k's, Darren, I sure shouldn't say that. Sure. But if <laughs> no, you get to two on. k's and you feel you feel like absolute trash, then you know it's going to be a tough run. But if if you stick, that's what I, could, I said. If you stick to go your home guns from there, <laughs> <laughs>
4: no, 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 Darren. just keep going if mate, and let them fall off. Me.
0: Yeah. No. <laughs>
4: <laughs> don't just don't tell anybody because we're not allowed pacing no. but you can come and pace me on my first lap <laughs>
0: no this is what happens guys a male continues at that pace and goes screw it my legs don't know what they're talking about now then the female will go hey just pull back a bit and then they'll come yeah. good so which one will you follow yet, darren i'll probably the first one just <laughs> push a little bit harder and and see what
5: if it goes away <laughs> run the run the pain away
1: <laughs> Darren, here's another interesting one. Or oh, the whole panel has an interesting one because I overheard. I went to registration yesterday and I picked up my number and I overheard the guys. They're all talking about the race and their times and that. And I, I just just listened into them. But it's something I've never seen before. But in um, tomorrow's 10k, um, what they've got is it's early in the race. They've got a certain kilometer. They call it the Cook Cook kilometer. So what, what that is, is it comes at ex- just after one K. I, I think it's the second K. So it's basically from kilometer, from the end of the first to the end of the seconds. So for that kilometer, mm. Mm. there's a massive prize. It's like in commerce, the first one spot. to the top, the hotspot, that's the first one to Drummond or whatever. Oh, so wow. what they're doing is for that um, cook kilometer, whoever runs the fastest K in each category, so in each age category, so the first, mm. I don't know what, 20-year-old, the first 20 to 30, and so on and so forth, mm. there's a special prize. So there's, there's a medal and some sponsors' prize for that. And they've got it, because I went down to the course to look at it today, they've got it marked out, so it's there, yeah, all the cook kilometer. But you know what the danger of that is, Sandy, is that <laughs> it's exactly what we're talking about now. And, you know, you're know, going to get a whole <laughs> lot of blokes going out there running like, chooks with their heads cut off in that second K <laughs> and they're gonna be dead by the time they get. So that's what I've told myself already, forget about this cook kilometre and just stick to your guns because I'm sure I'll pull a lot of them in. And I
4: mean, this is... Could... <laughs> Wayne, you must just be the chef, not the cook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But can
1: you see what I'm talking about? Uh. Guys? This is, it's called the cook yeah. kilometre and it comes, so you've got one K to warm up and then the second K Everyone's fresh. They're going to be smashing it. And that's why I said, Darren, don't go and do the cook kilometer on the Gold Coast (laughs) tomorrow morning. (laughs) Rather air on the side of caution, stick to the four-minute plan, and Mm. then you can switch on. Once you get to the top of that, switch on, mate. Go for it Mm. and uh, smash it out. Like I said, I know very few people, oh, and this is a fact, that get PBs, you know. PBs. Most PBs come with negative splits. So if you can Mm. run... A quicker second half, you, you know, you guarantee to run a good time. So I've always sort of aired on that side of it. I've looked at so many runs recently, so many people who do a, a negative split, almost guaranteeing a PB, you know. So, yeah, if you can try a negative split, it it's the way to go, man.
0: That's my opinion. I'll, I'll mm. debunk that and I bank time for my 10K BB. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. I ran a 52 minute 20 in 2018 and I banked time hard. Okay. Like that was, but geez, the, the actual, the wheels, they flew off. I've never seen <laughs> wheels fall off that badly. <laughs> it got to about 7Ks and wow. They rattled all the way into the ocean and everywhere, but that was a bad memory. Just give it a bath, Darren. What's going to happen? Only our listeners are going to know.
1: Exactly. Hey, and now, Owen, let's not forget, Darren is peaking too.
0: Yeah, yeah. Garmin is life. So in Darren's world, if Garmin tells you, then bad luck, Tina. Darren has listened to the garment. The race plan's <laughs> gone out the window. Oh, <laughs> well, I Ewan, can't wait for that... next
1: week's race report, man.
0: <laughs>
4: yeah. Erwin, what are you doing tomorrow morning? Nothing.
0: I'm gonna be sitting at breakfast at about half past nine while oh. these guys are getting their paddles and boats out getting through the water.
4: We're all <laughs> racing and you like just chilling tomorrow. Oh,
0: yeah. feet up. Huh. Um I'm done. No. <laughs> Well, I just, it's a funny one when you, your anniversary is the same as father's day, which one pulls rank there? You sit there. <laughs> I'm willing to, yeah, no, we, we basically organized breakfast with everyone and the week uh, after the marathon, I thought, nah, we're not going to be racing anything. And I know my dear mate Neil desperately wants to race me in a 10k, so I'll just let him, I'll let that fire burn um, for a little bit.
3: Um, that's
0: funny. And now I've got him over a marathon. So mm-hmm. that can burn just a little bit more, hey, Neil? And uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> we're, we love having a joke. We, we joke about it. But um, no, like it'll be, I'd love to go watch, to be honest. I love going to watch those races, same like Perth Half. Yeah. Watching is, I, I prefer watching it almost yeah. to racing
2: it. Going to be a good like, one
0: to watch. Oh, the men's field has in the elites has got like 30 names.
2: Yeah.
0: Right, with that, just watching that, I'd love to be the lead bike and just... Watching these guys absolutely go nuts. Yeah, um, he's going to be working hard. Whoever that lead cyclist is. Well, there's a
2: drone. Oh, there's drone. It's going to be following them.
0: Hope the lead bike guy has all his lycra on because he's going to need <laughs> the added advantage.
1: Because <laughs> yeah. I, I predict, you'll get about four or five guys dipping under thirty minutes tomorrow.
0: Yeah. Well, I think.
1: Is,
0: really? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I think definitely you've got um, like Willie Chabors run a twenty-seven. Wow. Four. I think, I reckon four, at least four.
1: Hmm. Definitely. I, I reckon, no, you, you get as many as that.
0: Yeah. Some guys in some good shape. Um, yeah. And then mm. I was just working my maths out. How well am I going saying I've dropped an hour and 25 minutes when my Bunbury marathon was 4.17? So my maths is way off there. I need to, yeah, we'll take that one out, listeners. Uh, <laughs> still got marathon fatigue. I wish it was an hour and 25 but <laughs> all right should we wrap it up we again covered the kipchoge marathon mark and mm-hmm. um, we hope the listeners enjoy and no pressure sandy and darren now mm-hmm. that we've well and Absolutely. truly put some times on the board mm-hmm. um well done to Wayno and jackie good job mm-hmm.
3: and, and
0: i think we will uh might have an interview lined up in the next fortnight hey yeah. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. So we'll all, keep that one under our, our
1: hands we, at the
0: moment.
1: Also, we added Owen just to take the opportunity to wish all, all the fathers, wish you, Owen, wish you, Darren, all the fathers, a happy Father's Day tomorrow. Uh, yeah, it's a special day. So, yeah, let's make the most of it. And also to take this time out, uh, I know we chat about it, but just, uh, yeah, our, obviously our hearts go out to Nick Bester and, you know, um what's happened recently you know and for him just to stay strong and he's got the whole comrades community supporting him behind this uh, tough situation
2: yeah yep.
0: and a, a personal thank you to Genevieve who dropped the fudge off yesterday to me at work oh. um, so I got my hands on the fudge uh, unlucky for those eastern stateses uh, haven't got any, uh, Wayne will try when, if, if you can before you fly out we'll try and get you some
2: Yeah,
0: but uh, yeah. Jackie got hers so. Oh,
2: It's Norm, mine's all gone, thank you <laughs>
0: So thanks for her, she's a long time listener of all 21 episodes so thanks Genevieve Cool, alright guys have a good fortnight, good luck Wayne tomorrow as well you, you slipped under the radar, Jackie You. everyone's racing tomorrow <laughs>
4: Exactly. I think they even mentioned that that Wayne and and Jackie are sort of celebs. They were invited
2: and have their names on their bibs for this one. That's, <laughs> that's my that's my excuse for running on Father's Day. So yeah. <laughs> you've got your name on your bib. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's normal. It's
0: normal for Wayne, guys. These, yeah,
3: this Wayne's is... a ah. no, these no. Bees
0: to honey when Wayne turns up. I'm gonna start selling tickets. <laughs> uh... Should be fun. Should be a lovely day.
1: Just yeah, we'll winter. be
2: great to see everybody and, and uh, you, Wayne, again. Um, mm-hmm. always good to see you in action.
1: Well yeah, do good should luck, be guys. good fun.
2: Thank you. Good see fun. you. guys all right.
0: all right. That's a wrap. We'll We're see all. you for Ep twenty two.
4: Nice.
0: Excellent.